Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 925 studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh, you. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh my God, it's ramping up like crazy now. Ever since somebody had originally said, hey, listen to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast in slow motion at half speed. Right. um, It sounds like you and I are completely drunk. Mm-hmm. People have been sending almost every single day <laughs> recordings that they're making of their own okay. um, slowed down versions of our podcast. Right. This one comes to us from T underscore R32, Troy Archer. And the file name is Lift Your Shirt. Okay. What so are we? This is us yeah. at half speed when I believe we were talking to Damn It Maury. Right. Who was talking about feeding his belly button? Puddings, how much? What or, you sorry, could, how much stuff he can fit in his belly button? Yeah, or something right, like that, right, right, right. Sure, it's falling. Move that fold. Move that fold. Yeah, <laughs> open I, it. Open it up. Can I spread it take, open. Lift, first? Take your put your shirt over your head. I think your I shirt's to undo my belt. Your shirt's very <laughs> distracting. Just take your shirt off, bro. Move your shirt up over your head, more. No, sit up. You're leaning back. You gotta sit. Well, I thought if I get it in, move back, move back, move back. There we go. Now I can see. I mean, it goes in, but then I have to push. No, like I put your weight down because you're you're trying not to look chubby right now. There you go. Yeah, like that. There you go. Relax. 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 Oh, come on. That may be my absolute favorite slow mo podcast moment. Come on. You know I'm gonna have to play it again, right? Yeah. So again, this is uh, if you listen to the podcast. By the way, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Frequency Podcast Network. At half speed, you listen to it at half speed, it sounds like Roz and I are completely drunk. Right. Like wasted. Which makes the conversations, sorry, which make the ridiculous conversations that we have right now at normal speed even more ridiculous. So again, this is uh, from Troy Archer, and he wrote, here's another slow-down clip of Dammit Maury trying to shove stuff in his belly button. Sure, it's falling. Move that fold. <laughs> Move that fold. Yeah, open I, it Open it up. Can I 
spread it take, open let's first. Take your, spread your shirt over your head. <laughs> your shirt's undo my belt. Your shirt's very distracting. Just take your shirt off, bro. <laughs> Move your shirt up over your head, more. No, sit up. You're leaning back. You gotta sit. Well, I thought if I get Move it in. Move back. Move back. Move back. There we go. Now I can see. I mean, it goes in, but then I have to push no, it. No. Put your weight in. down because you're, you're trying not to look chubby right now. There you go. Yeah, like there that. You go. Relax. 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 <laughs> So if you want to uh, record, you know, something on your phone, you find a moment in the podcast where you think it would be hilarious at half the speed. Yeah. Feel free to hit us up. Send it, like, DM it to us, whatever. <laughs> and by the way, I remember that, and it did sound just as gross at normal speed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Very hard things, very hard things, Roz and Mocha's very hard things. Uh, people love Dammit Mori and his husband, Dammit Matthew, a.k.a. The Dammits. Yes. We got a good one for you today. So very hard things is uh, when the Dammits are tasked with explaining something that is relatively simple, but hard to come up with a theory and and why are things the way they are they did one last week where it was explaining the the theory as far as why a bicycle stays up we all know bicycles we all ride bicycles but explaining the science and the physics behind how a bicycle can stay up it's very difficult to do Mm -hmm. especially when it's with the damage because they just end up arguing they just fight and uh so today's very hard things is uh, the damage were tasked with explaining what is vinegar matthew what are you excited? No. Okay, here we go. What is vinegar? Like, what is it? Vinegar is a, a li- condiment. Is it? No. Ketchup, mustard, relish are condiments. And vinegar. No, vinegar is not a condiment. I think vinegar is a liquid additant. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's, vinegar is a... Is a... Additive. That's what I just said. <laughs> like, is vinegar a natural substance? Like, no. found in rocks or Actually, sand? wait, I think... No, it's not a natural substance, but I think it's made naturally. Meaning it's distilled something, isn't it? Like, maple syrup's found in trees. Is vinegar right. found in trees? Like, can you tap for vinegar? No. Vinegar is, like, something that, it, that it's left there, and it doesn't it get distilled or something, and... Well, if natural, where does it come from? Like, does it come from... Human beings make it naturally. It's like you leave it for a long time and then it turns into vinegar. What are the ingredients? Water and something. That one's unexplainable. I don't know. Okay, well, describe the taste and maybe from that we'll figure out what's in it. It is sour. Bitter. Is it bitter or is it sour? Bitter. I think it's bitter. It's vinegary? Yes. So describe the taste. Stop asking me the same question over and over again. No, but describe... I just did. Don't ask me to do it all no, over again. No, but when you drink wine, you swish it around and describe all of oh its palate. No. Mentally swish. Maury, I just told you. I don't know. It's water. Distilled water. I don't know. It can't be distilled water. Vinegar with some type of substance that makes it go bad and, you know, and then you drink it or whatever. You use it. There's apple cider vinegar, so that would be made with apples. Right, so what is the process? You let that go bad on purpose. So it's rotting apples. 
and then you boil it or something at a very high temperature, and you get vinegar. So last time, what is vinegar? Don't ask me that again because I already answered you multiple times. But with no answer. Vinegar, a bitter substance, taste, it's liquid, and you just use it on fries and salad dressings and shit like that. Was that hard? Yes. Did, did, do you know what it is now? No. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know if I know how to make it. It's like, you don't know if it's an nah, it's it's you it's a, it's an added in, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, you got a Peloton at home, yeah? I do. Love do, it. Do they give you um like orgasm tips Excuse when, you, me? when you use it or no? No. That, no, they don't. It's not a normal thing. So somebody rec- somebody recorded their Peloton instructor, yeah, giving Who like a weird like a weird sex pep talk to I don't know if it was one person or if it was like a group of people, but I'm a just guy wonder- or a girl. It was a guy. I'm just Hold wondering. On. Come explain this to me, Maury, because I don't know what the hell. I, I listened to it and then I'm like, no, because right now they're not doing classes. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't been on the app in like a month. Okay, but they don't do classes right now with rooms full of people. They're still doing it solo in the studio. And this guy was solo. His name is Cody. Okay. Oh my he's- god, Cody. I was the- yeah, yeah, the gorgeous guy, me. right? Like he's hot. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't sound hot. His uh, catchphrase is "Bye, boo." Oh, <laughs> at the end of the class, I've done some of his classes. Okay. He's a good, he's yeah. a good instructor. So, okay, yeah. so so listen to Cody now, and mm-hmm. is he talking to one individual or multiple individuals? Well, he's talking to you at home. Oh, so it's like a oh wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So, so you're on your bike. Okay, you're doing your thing. You're doing yeah. your class at home. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. On the screen in front of you okay. is Cody Rigsby. Thank and you. And he says this then. Babe, tell me how you did not survive a pandemic to fake an orgasm, okay? So you got two options. A little bit of show and tell, a little bit of communication. You get naked, you're like, hey, let's try some things. And like, if you like it, say so. And if I like it, I'll say so. You communicate. Use words. Harder, slower, softer, faster. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't work out, he's got to go. Oh, Sorry. damn, Cody. <laughs> Hi, boo. Cody Rigsby. <laughs> Is that normal for Peloton? I this mean, this is something they normally do. No, absolutely. I would not. like because if he's doing pep talks on like things like sex and orgasms, yeah, I would, I would like throw some suggestions out there on things that I might need pep talks with. He, um, he does. Again, I've done some of his classes before. Yeah. So some of his talk is a little bit flirtatious. Okay. This right here yeah. is the most extreme I've ever heard Cody go. Is this he, is how it was when I was at Soul Cycle. Is this he, is what is, it was like there. Now, let me ask you this. Is he universally flirtatious or is oh, he just yeah. flirtatious with women? Do you know what I mean? Like, is, no, it, no, is no, it a no, universal no. sort of flirt of where Absolutely. he has a flirtatious nature? So if you're a guy, you can also take it as being flirtatious. If you're a woman, you can also take it as being I've flirtatious. I've done classes where I've told my wife afterwards. Yeah. I think Cody kind of hit on me. Oh, really? No, what'd you oh, say? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I didn't say anything i didn't say i didn't say anything what'd you say i said i didn't say anything i didn't say anything i'm not the only I, one that heard. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything i don't think these guys heard what anything i didn't hear anything no more than shem look at shem shem heard nothing <laughs> <laughs> right anyway so so you told your wife what no, I thought Cody hit on me. Oh. That was it. <laughs> Bye, boo. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Uh, there's another one of those audio illusions that's taken over the internet. The trickery with your ears. Okay. One of those things where uh, you'll hear, like, I'll play you a piece of audio. You'll hear one thing. I may hear something completely different. Oh, was this like the other one? What was the other one? Laurel and Yanni. Right. Laurel. 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 Like, I hear Laurel. Laurel. I think it was Shemlin said he hears Yanni completely. Right? Laurel. Laurel. Oh, yes. Laurel. Yanni. Really? Yeah, 100%. Dan Moore, what do you hear? Laurel. Laurel. Yeah. Laurel. But you hear the L in Laurel. the beginning of his word. Laurel. I hear Laurel. Yanni. Laurel. <laughs> super like, weird. These things are super Laurel. weird. Force myself Laurel. to hear Yanni? I don't hear Laurel. it. No. At all. No. And then there was that toy that when you press the button, it either said brainstorm. Some people heard brainstorm. Yeah. Some people heard green needle. Green needle. Brainstorm. Green needle. No, I hear green needle. You do? Shut yeah. your mouth. I hear brain needle. Brain needle. No, I hear brain green needle. Storm. What do you guys hear? Can I hear it again? Green needle. But now oh. I hear Green Needle. Oh, my God. Brainstorm. Now I hear Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Wait. Brainstorm. Now I hear oh, Brainstorm. Now I hear Brainstorm. Yeah, it depends brainstorm. on what, which, what, what one of you say, then you hear it. So this new one, uh, somebody posted this on TikTok. It's a crowd at a soccer game, and they're chanting this phrase over and over again. Okay. So I'm going to play it for you first. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you what people on the internet are saying it sounds like before I finally reveal what they're actually Thank saying. Thank you. So there is a reveal to this one. Correct. Okay. So this is the, the crowd at a soccer match. Okay, it's a little bit hard to hear, but still <sighs> clear enough to assume what they're saying, okay? Can okay. I tell you what I hear and you tell me if it's on the list? Okay. That is a Martian. Uh, that is... There's not even enough close. syllables for that. Close. I'm chasing Martian. Yeah, see? Really? I'm chasing Martian. So listen to this. Yeah, we'll go okay. through this list, okay? okay? Yeah. So similar to what Maury was just saying, listen to this and think, I'm chasing Martian. Not chasing Martian! Not chasing Martian! Not chasing Martian! Not chasing Martian! All I hear is Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson, Bart, Bart Simpson, Simpson, Bart, Bart Simpson. Right? Simpson. No, I'm glad you guys said that. Yeah. Because one of the suggestions from someone is yes. Bart Simpson bouncing. Listen. Okay, go. Right? Yeah, Bart yeah. Simpson bouncing. <laughs> another yeah. one, uh, another person said it sounds like they're saying rotating pirate ship. Oh. That's my new fave. That's my new that's my new number one. What about this one? That isn't my receipt. Oh. Oh shut up. Are this all is this all the same clip? Are you sure? This is messing with my head. When you have it in your mind of what to listen out for. It screws with you, right? Messing with me. Um, lobsters in motion is another suggestion. Okay, this one's really messed up, okay? okay? Yeah. Lactates in pharmacy. Okay. 
Right? Yeah. Lactates and pharmacy. Yep, that's another so good one. So there is an answer. Well, okay. I hear one more, though. What do you hear? That is a person. That is a person. Let me see. That is a person. That is a person. That is a person. Which one? The pirate ship a one. A rotating pirate ship. Now play it again for me. That is a person. That is a person. That is a person. That is a person. What was the one before rotating pirate ship? Uh, Bart Simpson bouncing. Okay, go through. What was that? That is a person. Yeah. That is a person. <laughs> yeah. That is a person. That is a person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what was after pirate ship? Um, Lobsters in motion. Oh, no, that isn't my receipt. Yeah. Okay, that one's good. Okay, so what actually are they saying? So this is uh, a crowd at a like soccer a, match. Some Euro game? Yeah, the team yeah. is uh, the Derby County Football Club. Okay. Based out of uh, Derbyshire, England. Yeah. What they are chanting is... That is embarrassing. Oh. That is embarrassing. So now that you have that in your mind, listen again. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Jeez, I still are, hear Bart Simpson. Yeah, they're all they're all on. Like their pitch is perfect, though. These are all a bunch of hooligans that obviously went to private school and church. Right? <laughs> they can all sing. Yeah, and I hear it. Okay, okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A online survey asked two hundred and fifty thousand people about personal hygiene habits. Big example. Dan Mori, please join us because a couple of these um, results I feel represent each one of us in this room. Ooh. Because so, one of them's sexy, that's mine, obviously. How often do you I shower? I was say that about you. Uh, 60% say at least once a day. At least once a day. Yeah, so that's me. Two. That's me right there. Yeah. Uh, 35% say every other day. And one in 20 said when I start to smell. <laughs> I shower but, twice a day. But like what part starts to smell? Like I can mm. like smelly say, like smelly pits or where you can smell your own butt from your face. I'm going to say pits. Yeah. Can you smell your own butt? No, from your face? I'm just saying like that's subjective to people. Oh. Like when I'm asking like what smells. You can. Yeah. I would you can what? Smell your own butt from your face. <laughs> okay, so obviously that's Maury's answer. Yeah. No, I was kidding. <laughs> You're gonna yeah. say you're that one in twenty. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're talking about hygiene, not flexibility, yeah. Maury. Okay, okay, okay. The only time we're not gonna ask you to flex about flex. <laughs> do you always wash your hair? Only twenty four percent of people said no, yes that they do no. every day. Otherwise, like, there's no point to shower. But do you shampoo every day, or are you just like rinsing your hair with water? No, I shampoo every day. You do, I have huh? to. But that that dries out your scalp. It absolutely does. But otherwise, I feel so. Dirty, you do but more you dirty barely, than you usual. Barely have hair though. No, I know, but in the scalp area, yeah. like if you don't shower, you get like sort of but blister you, bumps. Blisters. That is <laughs> like like what? oily oily bumps. But you know that that's probably because you're shower you're you're yeah. washing it too much. You're using too much 
soaps and products on you, right? You know that that's why. So if I don't shampoo, then the blisters go away? I don't. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> listen, man. I am not. Uh, Bro, I, do you shampoo even like that bald spot in the top? Especially what yeah. you call the bald spot. Uh, I'm yeah, right not there. an expert on your head blisters, man. <laughs> like, don't look to me for answers. Uh, do you wash your feet is another question that was asked. Hell no. Yeah, I've never washed you, my feet. Ross, well, no, 38 38% said no. The soap dripping down does just Thank enough. you. I don't, like, I do when I don't wash my feet, and I think that this has been confused over the, the last little while on the show, and that is I, I, like, I wash one foot with the other foot. Right. I, like, I scrub the top and the bottom of, like, my one foot with the other foot, but I don't, like, bend down or grab one foot and use my hands on Same it. Same reason as me, because you can't? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> okay, uh, again, this is an online survey asked 250,000 people about their personal hygiene habits. Right. Do you ever pee in the shower? Two-thirds say yes. I yes. used to until we renovated. Yes, I do. Then I can't bring myself to doing it because, like, those tiles are expensive. They're from Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to all the time. Yeah. I do. Well, and did, did it stain? Is that why? Or did Matthew say it stains? No, just because like stain? I would feel so guilty lying to my husband. <laughs> Excuse, me? Excuse me? About that? About that. <laughs> Man, you can't pick and choose, bro. <laughs> I would feel so guilty lying to my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard you. You can't even say that with a straight face. You're lying to us right now. How often do you brush your teeth? Only 66% uh, of people said at least twice a day. 29% said once. 5% said less than that. Oh. And then around a third of us also floss at least once a day. I, I brush three times a day. You do? Three? Morning, after nap, and before night. Wow. Like before bed. Yeah, I brush twice a day, morning and before bed. I try to brush twice a day. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Yeah, I Like, don't... if I fall asleep on the couch and I stumble to bed, oh, that's fine. I, I'm not yeah, yeah, stopping yeah. to brush my teeth, no, no, right? No, no, no. Like, no, it's not going to happen. No, flossing, I hate. Yeah. Because I, like, I, don't, I already don't do it. Yeah. So when I end up doing it, I yeah. cut my gums. Oh, yeah, it's not good. I only floss if I get corn stuck in there. Yeah. How much corn are you eating? I eat a lot of corn. You do, huh? You know you can't digest corn, eh? No, I know that. Yeah. He smells it. <laughs> okay. Uh, quickly here. How often do you uh, change your sheets? One in four said at least once a week. 30% yeah. said less than once a month. Yeah. How often do you change your underwear? Yeah. The sheets question you're going to have to ask Catherine. Oh, okay. I don't change she's my sheets. We do ours once a week. Yeah. 13% uh, of us don't always change our underwear every day. Wow. 19% said the, the same about their socks. They don't change their socks every day. No, Damamori. Damamori is is notorious for wearing how, underwear. How like how days on days. Like if I leave my underwear shoved into the leg of my jeans, yeah. My I find that my husband now takes them and puts them in the laundry hamper, and that pisses you off. Well, it's just because I guess he's getting fed up. What's the rule on socks, though, more? How long can a pair of socks go with before you throw them in the laundry? Until they're black at the bottom. No, 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 no. But on it, honestly, like, like, honestly, I'd say like you can wear your socks for a full week. Yeah, same, no. same socks. Yeah, like yeah. I, even, no. I even fold them up, put them back in the sock drawer. No, new socks no, every no, day. No, you don't. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. You do not do that. Yes. You, you, fold, take your you so fold up socks your socks. Socks that you wore. Yeah, these from socks. morning, afternoon, all throughout the evening. Yeah. You will then take them off at night, fold them, and put them back in the drawer? These socks I've worn for the longest time. And look, they're completely fine. Those they don't even smell. socks look they're disgusting. So old. Yeah, they're, they're so, so old. old. They're Look at so the change old. color. It looks like that was done on purpose when I know it wasn't. 
there's they're completely fine. <laughs> they're I mean, so little. Yeah. <laughs> Why are your socks? Why are your socks so little? It's like the, the size that my son wears. That's, that's, like, that's like yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oops, I'm sweating right now. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's incredible. that type of weather. I love it though. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I forgot to put deodorant on yesterday. I and thought you so, always have deodorant in your bag. I did, but I, I just completely forgot. Oh. And it wasn't until I got in a car where I was like, oof, what is that smell? Oh, Do you have that no, window yeah. where if you don't put it on in that window, then there's just My no window point? is so small. Yeah. My window is so small after a shower. I have like 30 seconds before I can run and put deodorant on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I or have else that, your day is completely done? Yeah. I know, no, otherwise I have to shower again. Oh. I have to wash because I will never be able to get the stink off me. So if you hit the 60 second mark, you start smelling? Yeah. Like already? I do. And then you got to hop in the shower again. Oh, yeah. And that, even that's if the you only put deodorant to, on, it doesn't cover it. It's the only way to fix it. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, like I get out of the shower. Yeah. God, we're talking a lot about cleaning this morning. Uh, like I get out of the shower and I um, dry my pits uh-huh. and I will sometimes put deodorant on before I dry my butt. Oh, wow. That yeah, fast, like that huh? fast, yeah. What is if your order if it's of what humid, do you do when you get out of the shower? None of your business. God. You just talked to, no, 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 no. to me about no, your butt. No, no, no. And you talk to me about your procedure. No, no, You don't need take my butt out of your mouth, okay? <laughs> you don't ask me about when I dry my butt, okay? <laughs> you told me about no, your butt. No, I didn't tell you about anything. <laughs> I didn't tell you about anything, okay? I'm Isn't not asking for your Isn't that a little bit concerning, though, after you get input. out of the shower that yeah. you have a 30-second window? Yeah. Like, yeah, have you asked a doctor about that? Sometimes I just let it go, and I don't care, uh-huh. right? Like, I, But it was just... It was, All day. Yeah, but I was at work and, uh, and everything else. No, I have that stuff that you put, um, that Catherine got me for Christmas a couple of years ago, huh? where it's you, it's like a cream, mm-hmm. and you put it on your undercarriage. Okay. And it like it prevents sweating, yeah. I guess. It's like, it's like per- antiperspirant for your uh your nuts yeah right so i have that and i use a little bit of that and that feels nice when it goes on it's yeah, like it's like cold and like soothing yeah yeah and then so i'll do that and then and then pits or pits and then and then that and oh, that's okay. really the only stuff that i use i don't use any other cleansers or anything like that but wow. th- that's my so all within the first 30 seconds yeah, look, 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 at so do you try look at this guy look at this guy look at this guy before creaming your what? <laughs> no <laughs> maury <laughs> take my butt i'm, I'm telling you man Stop. no but you're only asking questions about my butt i've talked about a lot of things in the last no, couple but of now minutes i'm interested in the carriage you're now you're, you're interested in my carriage no you get no in my carriage the out, out yeah, you go. No, yeah. but this, what I'm saying is this, this humidity is killing oh. me, man. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, In the Heights is a new movie starring Lin-Manuel Miranda, available on demand starting tomorrow. When did he, this was his first musical, right? Was it not? Way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this movie was supposed to come out last year. But then yeah. obviously with the pandemic and everything, it's one of those uh, casualties that they started to do promo. Released a trailer forever ago now, yeah. it seems. Uh, and then they had to hold off. Uh, the plot for this. A bodega owner has mixed feelings about closing his store and retiring to the Dominican Republic after inheriting his grandmother's fortune. If you get a chance, watch the trailer. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. It's colorful. It's bright. 
No, uh, it looks. Uh, it looks dancing. It looks good, and it, and it was. This was one of the ones that was really a shame that they couldn't release it during the sort of height of COVID because I think I this is what exactly what people needed. But yeah. they just didn't have their act. They didn't know how long they wanted mm-hmm. to go in theaters. They wanted all this stuff, right? Yeah. And in the states, uh, because theaters are open, it'll yeah. be available uh, in in theaters, which is exactly what they wanted. So David Morey sat down with uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, and um, as always, things get weird. Like right from the very beginning. Uh, when getting the absolute honor to talk to you and telling everyone in my life that I was getting to talk to you, I realized something that it is absolutely very impossibly impossible hard, hard. to say your name hard. five times fast. <laughs> oh, Have wow. you ever tried? And I'll go first. Have you Not ever tried? You're my parents and you're yelling at me, uh, but okay, go for it. Okay, Lin Miranda, 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 Miranda. Okay, the trick is in Spanish. If you with the Spanish pronunciation, it gets very easy. Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin Manuel Miranda. But Lin Manuel Miranda is tougher. All those diphthongs. We don't have diphthongs in Spanish. Wow. What did he say? It feels. It feels like he's being yelled at by his parents. It's very impossibly impossible hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think that sentence was very impossibly yes. impossible hard. What a great um, guy, man. He is, and he's so much fun. And uh, again, you know, you talk about this movie that was supposed to come out last year and the relief it must be for him to finally have this project out for fans uh, to finally enjoy, right? Now, we had this massive long wait for this movie because of COVID. Um, you must be so proud that it's finally out. And did you have to dust it off and watch it again? Because you're like, I forgot all about this thing. <laughs> no, I was, I was, uh, I was miserable when I realized we were going to have to uh, cut it because I knew how good it was and how you know to wait a year. Um, but I'm so grateful we we did it because in retrospect, it actually gives it an, a, another level of poignance as we are all kind of blinking and stepping back into the sun and learning how to talk to each other again we have this big movie where people are singing and dancing in the streets and look daniela and carla are kissing and like do you remember how to kiss each other do you remember how to say hello to each other and and this movie is this like giant um reminder of how good it can feel to be in community with each other in person at a time when i think we need it so good um things got weird again by the way oh between David Morey and Lynn Manuel like Miranda. Weird? Yeah. Oh. Uh, because when you watch this movie, In the Heights, by the way, available on demand tomorrow, a uh, lot of singing, a lot of dancing, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's just going to like knock it out of the park, yeah. that voice and his songwriting skills. You are absolutely incredibly talented when it comes to writing songs and have people sing just about what they're doing in that moment and making it so beautiful. It could be about <laughs> absolutely anything. I'd love to sing to you about what we're doing oh, right now. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I'm oh, no. Zooming with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Nobody's on a veranda. We should be on a veranda. He's wearing a hat. I'm wearing a shirt. And I'm sitting in a chair. It takes all types. You're wearing stripes. And I'm in an attic. And I used to be asthmatic, but I grew out of it because I'm 41. And I'm 43. Isn't that great? Please go watch this movie, In the Heights, on demand. Good. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Jen. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Doing good. Uh, what's going on with you? Why are you reaching out to us today? Okay, so... Um, I haven't been in a same-sex relationship for like 20 years. And I just met this girl... And now I'm like, how do I make this work? It's been so long. Okay, yeah, you were a sis. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I met a girl online. She lives in Quebec City. You were married to a man for a long time, so you feel like you're starting all over again in the dating world. I don't know what to do or how to act. And she's also so far away. Uh, you only came out as bi two years ago. You're 44. And... Um, <laughs> Are you too old for this is what you ask. Can, can long distance work? Well, I, I, when I say you're too old for this, no, you're not too old for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, long distance, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on whether long distance can work or not. That's something that you sort of figure out as you as you go. Um, I mm-hmm. think that I think that long distance is only going to work if it's if you have like an end goal in mind. Like I think that you get into conversations about long distance if you're serious about each other otherwise you can maintain a long distance relationship where you're like flirty online and you do stuff over you know like facetime and then every now and then you jump on a plane you fly and have a beautiful romantic you know weekend in quebec city like you can keep long distance casual it's very easy to do that Mm -hmm. what is it that you i know you're still trying to figure everything out but um does she know the the other person does she know about like what it is that you're going through right now and what you're talking to us about well originally so on my profile it actually said that i am new to this so be gentle oh okay um, so it was kind of um my kid made a profile for me yeah on one of the same-sex dating apps and said maybe you should try women instead because men always seem to make you cry yeah so that's where it kind of came from and then so the first message i got from her she asked like how new are you <laughs> and then we kind of went from there and we talk every single day and we've been facetiming so much and i haven't felt this way in a really like really long time i feel like i'm 16 again like yeah this is exciting it's new you want to jump her bones i I would say that like geez i i don't think that you should put so much pressure on yourself with you know i don't when it comes to it being a woman as opposed to a man i think that you you go into it the way that you normally would which mm-hmm. is you just sort of lead with the best parts of yourself and you be open and you be honest and you don't screw around with somebody's feelings and you don't play games and you just sort mm-hmm. of figure out where things go I, I don't think that there's a code that you need to crack to suddenly start dating women i think that you know dating and dating and building a connection is building a connection uh, now the only thing that i would find out if i were you is if any of this stuff sort of matters to them you know uh, right. you know whether you just being so new at this maybe Maybe they don't want to have to deal with somebody who's just trying to figure themselves out at this point. They did that in their younger years. So, But I think that all of this stuff, you know, is stuff that you would easily figure out just through open conversation. And it sounds like you guys are killing in that area. So I, I, I would just say go for it. Yeah. Have you talked about yeah. maybe getting together anytime soon? Like face to face? Yeah, actually, she's coming here on July 5th. Oh, okay. There you perfect. Go. Where, where she where she stand? Well, we're still trying to figure that out, and then we're discussing about if we're going to rent something or if she's going to come to the house. Right. Oh, but okay. I think yeah, we yeah, maybe yeah. stay somewhere downtown first because I'm not sure if I'm ready for her to meet my kids and do that whole thing yet. Yeah. yeah. No. Of course. But yeah, again, easy. but again, right. but again, you would feel that exact same way if this was a guy. Mm-hmm. Yes.
right? Exactly. Like the, the fact that she's a woman that, that plays no part in that. This is you just going into this as a cautious mom who does have a lot of responsibilities and your kids are obviously fully on board. They built you this profile on the, on the, yep. on the, on the, on the gay site. Um, yep. But, but, but your, your sort of hesitation or reluctance to, to have her stay over to the house immediately, you would feel that exact same way if it was a guy. Is that a bird? It is. I'm sorry. Does, does she know you have a bird? <laughs> yes, we talked about that as well. Okay. Yeah. Four minutes into this combo, Ross is already done with you. And, and that's not a deal breaker for her? <laughs> it happens every time I'm on the phone. I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't know about that. Ross retracts everything he just no said. No wonder you don't want to bring her home. <laughs> Loud ass bird. God. Being, being a brand new lesbian with children from a straight marriage is an easier sell than I have a bird. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't believe you just said that. Oh my god. No, listen, you are you are doing all the right things and um I I love these stories. I love when somebody is just, you know, you get to a point in your life of where you think you know who you are and you think you know how the world works and anytime somebody just decides to, you know, 180 their entire existence and look for mm-hmm. something new, but it's just all based around happiness and it's based around wanting to fall in love and it's based around yeah. just meeting somebody who is incredible, who can make you feel whole and you want to do the same for them. I think everything you're doing, you're doing right. Mm-hmm. Don't change a thing. And the most important thing is you have uh, the full support of your kids right now. They're helping you through yes. this. Right? So you have a yeah, great support so system true. around you. Yeah, that's so true. Right? Yeah. Just take it easy and be open yeah. and honest. Uh, you guys are amazing. Um, I That's why I wanted to ask you because you guys always have the give, give the best advice. I also wanted to let you know, last year, mm-hmm. I called you to fix my life again oh. because I didn't know if I was going to quit my job or not. Uh-huh. You guys helped me quit my job, and today is exactly one year at my new job, and I am loving that, too. Oh, you oh, are? Nice. Oh, look at that. And next year, you're going to call us saying that uh, things are great with this, uh, with this woman from Quebec yes. City and maybe that you got rid of that damn bird. <laughs> It's been one year since, since I got rid of the bird. <laughs> What's your bird's name? Uh, Lucifer. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he, you got a devil bird? <laughs> yeah, and, well, he has a girlfriend, and her name is Lilith. Your bird has I a girlfriend? Yeah, we have you, two you, birds. Your bird got a girlfriend before you got a girlfriend? <laughs> I, <right. laughs> His name is Lucifer. <laughs> yeah. All right. All the best, Jen. You know we love you. Oh, thank you so much. I love you too, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hey, um, David Warren, come in here for a second. That's not how you usually call me in. Why? I mean, I was waiting for the come in here, my love. Oh, no, not today, bro. Oh. Oh, Why man. would I do it today? Well, you usually do it every day. Meh. Didn't, wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Especially <laughs> not today. Especially not today. All right. Why? What's today, more? Judy Garland's birthday. Yeah, who else? Mine. Yeah, yours. Happy birthday, Dan. <laughs> Thank Moore. you. Um, I was waiting for it. I have help? to say it's my own birthday. Why? I That's forgot. Weird. Like yeah, tonight, Ross tonight, totally forgot. Like tonight, I have to pick up my own birthday dinner. You do, huh? I have to pick up my own birthday dinner. Matthew ordered. He's like, "Can you go get it at six? I have to yeah. go get my own birthday now, dinner. I have no. no, I have no problem mentioning your birthday right now. We're on the show or anything else, but I think that you need to know. For like full disclosure, I realized it was your birthday. Like. 12 seconds before we just went on the radio. Because you saw Devin Sawa tweeted me? No. Why oh would I God. see that Devin Sawa tweeted me? Did he really? Yeah. No, Maury got an incredible birthday gift, though. 
Um, do you remember we talked about the picture of Maury and his old man Frank putting up the pride flag in the backyard? Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that took off and the Ellen show, uh, commented on it or liked it on social media. A whole bunch of other people did as well. And then the advocate reached out to Maury to say, Hey, can we do a story on you guys? Mm -hmm. And this kind of like really cool moment between your, you and uh, your dad, Maury, if people are unaware of what the advocate is, just sort of bridge that gap. So the advocate is the biggest gay magazine like in the world. Mm -hmm. They they even own the other big magazine out. Like the advocate is where you go for your gay stories. Yeah, nice. And um, the quote was that they that they used on the on the top. <laughs> oh no, what? Okay, so the the advocate again, the largest gay magazine. Yeah. Um, so here's the highlights. When my dad called me up last week and asked me if I could come over and hoist the pride flag in his backyard with him. Actually, Maury, I want you to read this. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Need, you, I need you to read this. Come okay. over. You come over and read this. Okay. okay. Start right there. When my dad called me last week. He didn't bring his glasses, by the way. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, why are you so close to the monitor, bro? Yeah. This, 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 may, this may take a bit. I know it's your birthday and all, but. It's like you're trying to jump into the computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> when my dad called me last week and asked me if I could come over and hoist the pride flag in his backyard with him, I was immediately brought into tears for him to not just to accept that he has a gay married son, but also to want to wave the flag proudly in support is a big deal. Unconditional love and support is the biggest gift a 2SLGBTQ person could ask for. Keep going. When I arrived to make the memory with my dad, he slowly raised the flag high into the air, shouting several times, Happy Pride! It felt to me like I imagined others might have felt witnessing Neil Armstrong planting the American flag on the moon. It was that boundless. It was that boundless. Needless to say, it, I was so proud of my dad for this one giant step for gay kind. <laughs> wow. So that's the quote they used, huh? <laughs> one giant step for gay kind. One giant step for gay kind. <laughs> The only thing, anytime Maury ever has to write something for somebody, he always that comes and asks me for advice. And I always say, my advice is always the same thing. Just whatever you write, just make it from the heart. Uh-huh. Right? Just make it from the heart. You had one giant step. Be truth now. Truth. You had one giant step for gay kind, and then you wrote everything else around that one line. Correct? thousand percent. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I imagine whenever I have to write something like this, I yes. put myself in Carrie Bradshaw's shoes. Exactly. And I try and be like Carrie Bradshaw. How would right. she write something? How much of this did you not? How much of you did did you write, and how much did Matthew write? I wrote everything, and then he changed it all. Okay. <laughs> but, but, and here's the thing: he wanted From to take that line out, and I said, "You do not remove oh, that line." Excuse me. Well, happy birthday! This is one of the greatest gifts I think. Is it one of the greatest birthday gifts that you've ever received? Is to be recognized by the advocate? A thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, damn it, Maury. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Happy birthday to Damn It Maury. Happy birthday. Come on in more. 
My um, Shem has actually prepared a little something for Dammit Mori for his birthday. Yeah, you know, Mori, look, every year oh, you here perform we go. something for all of us. I don't even know what's going on here. I'm and I just decided to come up with a little something for you this year. Oh. So I hope you enjoy this. Are you ready? I, I enjoy you looking at me. That's oh, okay. cool. All right. I would just right. take that. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for this? Okay. <clears throat> Do we have any music for this or no? Oh. Do we have any music? Oh. Perfect. You ready? Oh. June 10th, 1965. <laughs> Not when I was born. Please. Performing here. <laughs> June 10th, 1965. From being conceived on some couch to being alive. Maury Jermaine Sherman. That's your middle name, right? No. Oh, <laughs> that nose is something. It's quite a sight. You've been with Razamoka for 10 whole years. Many laughs, many memories, and even many tears. <laughs> but it's like his voice and everything is my life. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear him say that. What do you have to say to all of the people who loved you? <laughs> How does it feel to be so old? I truly cannot comprehend. This year, maybe you'll improve your spelling and even be able to multiply by tens. We got you a gift, a shirtless pic from your favorite, Sean Desmond. Just kidding. Oh. Relax, Maury. <laughs> like, where? Just kidding. Relax, Maury. Don't forget, you have a husband. You're 50 now. No. Oh, what a milestone you've met. You're on top of the world, Maury, just not on top of your debt. <laughs> There's many reasons to adore you. You're such a funny little guy. From your wheeze to haircut and that little bald spot that says hi. <laughs> now a birthday joke for you. What goes up but never goes down? Ha, not your age, silly. Your blood pressure whenever <laughs> Roz is around. <laughs> Love and cuddles from Matthew and Andy. I'm sure it would be quite the treat. But what'll mean more, the absolute most to you, are some birthday tweets. So let's celebrate Maury today, everyone, and wish him all the best. Damn it, Maury, to know you is to truly be blessed. Happy birthday, buddy. I'm not 50. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy birthday, Damn it, Maury. Please join us. Oh, more with the birthday. I'm cool with that. Big celebration. How old are you today, Moore? I am Let actually 43. Know. 43. No, you're not. <laughs> Stop it, I hear man. No, I am. Are you? Yes. Oh. Because three years ago, I celebrated my 40th. Mm, I think the math on that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we move on? It's got to be. Did um, you bring me in here to debate my age? No, I brought you in here because I wrote a song that oh, I like to did? perform. Yeah. <laughs> because Excuse me. Maury's always real? the one that is... Holy... Writing poems, coming up with songs for all of us. So I thought I'd take a stab 
at uh, doing the same thing. Now, if you have been listening to the entire show, uh, earlier Shem wrote an original poem, recited it to Maury. I'm hearing now that Mocha has a song. Uh, if you're wondering why I have nothing to perform, the reality and honest answer to that is because I walked in here today not even knowing it was Maury's birthday. <laughs> Which Facts. upsets me to the core. Right. Facts However, all, all these other people did wonderful things. Well, you have though. an hour. Prepare so something. Mocha's signing this and Roz. Right, I'm just gonna sign. I'm, I, I help write this too. Can you at least uh, sing a line? I, I, no, I, we'll see. I, uh, we'll see how it goes. It's from so, Mocha and Roz. Yeah, it's from Mocha and and Roz. So Thank you. On, let me get the track ready. Okay. Uh, so this is for for Damn It Maury. Hey. All right, are you ready? Yeah, and this, this is, is really buddy. exciting. This is for you. This is for you. All right, an original. I read off my phone. Damn it, Maury, happy birthday, you're 50. Body looking like it's 80, aging quite quickly. You wear shoes with no laces, shirts tighter than a hug. I can't even do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to start again. Okay, no problem. Do you need Do you need Sean to beatbox over this for you? Like, yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to do this. I'm just. I'm feeling it. So I wrote it, and as I'm writing it, like I'm laughing so much that tears are falling from my eyes. So you know what? Maybe you want to turn your back. Sometimes that helps. No, 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 no. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm gonna try again. Okay. Yeah. Ready, Dan? Years old. Here we go. It's your birthday. Hey. Mm. Damn it, Maury, happy birthday, you're 50, body looking like it's 80, aging quite quickly. You wear shoes with no laces, shirts tighter than a hug, I see you walking down the hallway, you're slower than a slug. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Get Man, I'm just joshing, you know I'm only playing, glasses so tick, you should have seen what I was saying. Your second COVID beat it, this ish is a drag, even that pimple on your neck, don't want a humble brag. Now to some nice stuff, this isn't all a roast, I'm not going to talk about your hands that are drier than Melba toast. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hard worker, sometimes pretty funny, you're a ride or die homie, forever broke with no money. Working with you on the daily seems like quite a breeze. Happy birthday. We love you. It's time to fix that. Whee! Yay. I love this. <laughs> Except for the 50 part. But I love this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I swear to God. I tried, I tried doing a run through a couple of times. No, but every that was time great. I, broke. I, will, uh, I will applaud the hell out of that. So uh, happy birthday, Moore. That is from Roz and I. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. 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 I'm very, very important. Okay. That was for Mocha and me. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We got some more um, fans that have sent in slowed down versions of our podcast because it was recently discovered that when you listen to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast at half speed, it sounds like the conversations are taking place between two drunk people, sometimes yeah. three of us or four I of us. I sound hammered. Um, so I have two to share with you that we just got yesterday. Okay, Nikki China, who is a huge fan of the Razamoka show, DM this one, and this is called "B Goes Zoom." Remember that? Dude? Remember that? Remember that movie? Yo, underrated. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. This is one. This is real close to your face. Like if you see a bee whizzing across, like a bee will go zoom. Right? Mm -hmm. Bees don't like do circles and loops in the air as they're as they're doing it. They're efficient flyers where butterflies to me <laughs> seem like they're high and they just 
<laughs> right? Like, I'll get there, but... I'm to get home, guys. And then maybe they wind up... And then maybe they wind up in your mouth. We're like legit just drunk off of the henny. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, The other one we got was from Benjamin uh, Ternopolsky. I hope I said that right. Ternopolsky. Ternopolsky. I've screwed it up. This one is called uh, What's That Song or Movie Called? Again, this is when you listen to the podcast at half speed. It sounds like Roz and I are completely wasted. Remember that, too? Remember, remember that movie? Yo, underrated. Yeah, I mean, it was a crazy good movie. <laughs> but the that, um, what was that one song? Was it a... Uh, Night Call uh, or uh, Under Your Spell? Uh, no, human being. Is there a human being song on there? <laughs> a real human. Yeah, that movie was 2011, huh? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. That's crazy, man. <laughs> What's that song called? <laughs> Give me the tracks again. It wasn't Night Call. Night Call's a... There's uh, a... Night Call, there's a real hero. A real hero. That one? Maybe. What's the other one? (laughs) Not... Man. I don't know. Just give me some titles, bro. (laughs) Come on. Hold on. (laughs) We sound so drunk. I wonder if we sound that drunk when we just do the show regularly. I assume so. Because the content is the same. Like, the topics are all the same, right? Yeah. Which really lend themselves to just, like, drunk conversations. But if you find anything on the Razamoka podcast that you think um, would sound fantastic, played at uh, half speed, Play it, record it, and then just DM or send it to us or post it anywhere, and uh, we'll give you full credit for it and play it on the show. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Alexia, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. What's on your mind? Um, how am I expected to celebrate Father's Day with a man that I don't have a relationship with? Oof. Yeah, you wrote it says, Rosimo could fix my life. My dad and I have a strained relationship. He left my family years ago and never keeps up the relationship. His mom messaged me and told me that I should uh, go out of my way and do something for him for Father's Day, but I wanted to spend it with my mom and acknowledge all that she's done. I feel torn and don't want to disappoint anyone. What should I do? How old are you, Alexia? I'm 22. And how long ago did uh, did your dad bounce? About 13 years ago now. And so what? when you say you have a strained relationship, what does that mean? What kind of relationship do you guys have? Do you talk often? He's very in and out. So he'll go through phases where he'll talk to me. He wants to acknowledge me and things like that. And then I won't hear from him for six months. Okay. So why is your grandmother or his mother, I guess? You didn't even say grandmother. You said his mother. Um, so why is his mother up on you to do something nice for him? 
I think it's because she knows that we don't acknowledge him for Father's Day. It's always my mom that we've acknowledged. Like, I have a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so her and I, we've always done Father's Day with my mom and always gotten her something, made her dinner, things like that. And I guess with COVID, she's unable to go and see him. So now she's trying to put it on me and make it my responsibility to have Father's Day with him. Gotcha. So when when all this, I just need clarification on on one thing here. And, and if it's too personal, you just let us know. OK, so when your dad dipped, was this because like your mom kicked his ass out or did he leave the family? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, he left. So he was cheating on my mom for okay. many years. OK. So what you're in the middle of right now is your grandmother or your father's mother is doing what parents have done since the beginning of time, which is uh, guilt trip you, manipulate you, and pressure you into doing something that you don't want to do. And of course, you're the type of person who you don't want to rock the boat and you don't want to upset anybody. So now you're actually contemplating this. Um, but you ha- you own you owe nothing. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to feel that you need to sort of bend to the manipulation that you're getting from your father's mom at all. Yeah. Because you don't want to do this, right? You don't want to spend Father's Day with somebody that you don't want to be around at all. And I believe that your sister doesn't either, right? Exactly. Like my sister, because my sister is younger than me, so she doesn't even remember him being there, period. Wow. Would would your dad even, if you you did show up or did something nice, would your dad even understand it for anything other than you were being forced to do that? Like, is he going to think that out of the blue, you decided to do something real nice for him? I feel like he wouldn't only because we've never done that. We've exactly. never celebrated. Yeah. Exactly. So it would just be an awkward, uh, an awkward meetup for everybody involved who in the back of their minds, like every single one of y'all are going to be like, okay, when is this damn day going to be over? No, nobody is going to benefit from you doing something for Father's Day when you feel like you've been manipulated into it as opposed to wanting to do it from the heart. Yeah. That is not going to do anybody any good. Your dad's not going to appreciate it. It's not going to make him feel good. And it's certainly not going to make you feel good. I appreciate that because it was one of those situations. Like I know he has a close relationship with his mom and a lot of times he won't communicate things with us, but it'll come through his mom Yeah, Yeah. and then she'll make us feel guilty. And then it's like, it's our fault that he left and it's our fault that we don't keep up the relationship. No, no, it's not. It's not your responsibility. I want to know from you, Alexia, though, like you keep saying that you feel guilty. What do you feel guilty about that? He's going to be alone on Father's Day or you feel guilty that there's no relationship there and you feel like maybe you should be doing more to build that relationship again? I feel more guilty about the part that he'll be alone. Yeah, because he doesn't have any other Mm -hmm. family and stuff like that. Like we're mainly his primary family. But that's that's not your that's not your problem to fix, hon. Right. This isn't you didn't you didn't start that fire, you know, like this isn't this isn't on you now to suddenly make your dad feel like a dad. Yeah, it's true. OK, and that's one thing. Like, My mom's always said that to me, like, it's not your fault that he did no. all these terrible things. And like, I always feel like it is. And it's not your, and it's not your responsibility. Like, I think that his, his mom's probably looking around going, God, you really made a mess of all this, didn't you? You got no relationship with your kids. And then she's protective of her kid. And now God knows what they talk about, but now she's putting this on you saying the reason you're going to be miserable on Father's Day is because of your lousy kids, mm-hmm. because they won't do anything for you. That's not your responsibility. That is a guilt trip. Like it's so standard practice, manipulation, guilt trip from a, somebody in a, a sort of parental position. Yeah. And you were under no obligation to bend to it at all. 
Alexia, I think you should continue the tradition that you and your sister have been doing for the past few years now and uh, and celebrate your mom on Father's Day, all right? Still do all those wonderful things for her that you have been doing, and you will still get to enjoy all the uh, all that comes with Father's Day. Let me ask you this question. What are Go go right now, run, run through the list of all the wonderful things that your dad did for you on this past birthday. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, there you go. There you go. I okay. didn't even like. I didn't even get an acknowledgement from okay. him. Okay. Okay. There's your answer. Yeah, it, this isn't your. You. This isn't your problem to fix. You go and be with your mom. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. All, All right, girl. You take care. You too. Thank you. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. How you feeling yeah, today? Me. Yeah. Uh, be good. I got the air conditioning fixed yesterday. Beautiful. So but you don't feel off or anything. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little sluggish, to be honest with you. I had another burrito last night. Oh. Yeah, but I don't know if it's the, the humidity or the burrito. I guarantee it's probably not. Either way, I feel Mexican. If you're feeling weird today, yeah. everyone, if you're a little bit off or if you notice like this week, you've been, kind of been off, Yeah, there is an explanation. If you say Mercury's in retrograde, I'm walking out of the room. Mercury's in retrograde. You son of a bitch. Listen, I get enough of this at home, okay? I don't need it from you at work. Um. It's been in retrograde, and <laughs> oh, it's happening. Can I do other things while you do this? Up until June 22nd. So be prepared. Until I, June 22nd. If no, things are don't. off, if things start, like, happening, like, in a weird manner that they don't normally happen, sure. right? Yeah. You find that... You're looking at me like you're talking to me. Don't talk to me. You find you're maybe a little bit more wobbly. I have no interest in this. Right? Yeah. You're sure. a little bit more yeah, forgetful. Yeah. Things yeah. aren't working your way. Yeah. Uh, between now and June 22nd, it's because Mercury is in, in retrograde. Cool. What, what do you know about it? Well, I just learned this. Only three in oh, ten yeah? people oh, yeah? claim to know what Mercury in retrograde means. Yeah. Lady Gaga and my wife. And now me. And Mocha. Uh, retrograde <laughs> is when a planet's orbit appears to change, so yep. it starts going backwards in yep. the sky. I looked for this today. I thought I saw it. You, you want you looked you looked up to see if we were spinning backwards to see if the planet was going backwards. Yeah, okay. I use my uh, I have like a super zoom lens for my camera. Sure. So I put that zoom lens on the camera, looked yeah. up at the sky, looked towards Mercury, and yeah. I was like, "That thing's going backwards." <laughs> so you saw it. I saw it happen. Yeah. Oh, good. Cool. With my own eyes. All right. Uh, but according to what I'm I'm reading, it says that it's just an illusion. Pfft, oh. I don't buy that. Uh, that happens because of where we are in our orbit, and that apparently it happens with all planets, not just Mercury. Right. So look out. All planets are in retrograde. I do feel bloated today, though. Does Mer that have anything to do with it? Exactly, Hold man. on here. Let me go. Let me, okay, hold on. Wait, hold on. How many cheeses did you put in that burrito okay. last night, Just sh shut up about my cheese. It was only... Three. <laughs> but like two of them were in a mixed bag, right? Mm. Oh, I, I did the best thing with the cheese last night. You know what I did with what the cheese and the burrito? Tell me, tell me. No, never mind. Never mind. Never no, mind. I want to know though. Okay. So uh, here's the first thing I did with the cheese is I um, made another cheese sauce. Yeah. Right? Mm. So delicious. Right? Yeah. And then I opened up a Gina by the extra large um, tortilla shells. Yeah. Right? And then when I put it down, I took the cheese sauce and I spread all the cheese sauce on the tortilla shell, just like that. Around, like, like a, as if you're spreading, as if I'm like spreading sauce on a, on a pizza? Thank you. Right? I spread no. the sauce on there. Mm. Then I did uh, a little bit of toppings. Then I did more chis. Yeah. Then I did more toppings. Yeah. Then I made a 
um, like a crema sauce. I did like a uh, like a sour cream, a little mm. bit of mayo, hot sauce, lime, a little bit of fresh cilantro, salt and pepper, mixed yeah. all that up, and then poured that all over there. And then I did chicken and beef, and then uh, and then jalapenos. And then I wrapped all that up and fried it. You never it. had that idea before about spreading the cheese in that manner. No. And you know why? Yeah. You know why I, I know did exactly it? why. Why did I do it? Because Mercury is in retrograde. Thank you. Okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, Zach, happy birthday, man. It's Roz and Mocha. No way. What's up, dude? The front door. <laughs> how are you, Doc? Good. How are you? Good. 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 You weren't expecting this call, huh? Yeah, I was. Oh, oh you were? <laughs> What the hell, man? I had a feeling. I had a feeling. My girlfriend isn't. I'm um, gonna stop there. Your oh. girlfriend? What? Your girlfriend's what? Nothing. Nothing. Huh? No, she. Uh, she kind of hinted at it a little. She told you. She squealed. Oh, why yeah. would she? What's your girlfriend's name? Because yes, she hit us up. She didn't lay, leave her name and said that you guys have been uh, together for for five years now. I believe it is. And yeah. um, you're on one side of the country. She's all the way on the other side of the country. And for the first time in your five year relationship. Uh, you guys aren't able to celebrate your birthday together. Yeah. Um, but, and, you know, she was like, hey, let, I want to, you know, hopefully you guys could, like, give him a surprise and and call him up. So why are you guys apart this year? Um, she wanted to, well, with COVID, she wanted to kind of travel a little bit. And she's out in B.C. Oh, wow. Um, so B.C. is a little less strict or a lot less strict. Yeah. So she's doing uh, like a work away thing. She gets room and board, and she does like five hours of work per day or something like so that. So how do you guys? How do you guys like sort of stay close? What do you do? Uh, FaceTime, text, call. We make sure we call every like at least a ten minute call every yeah. day. Yeah. Send nudes like and that, you, yeah. send, you send nudes and stuff. <laughs> 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 Got to keep it spicy somehow. Yeah. 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 I imagine. Is it tough for her if she's living in somebody else's house? Yeah. It, she has her issues too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's always like a different person's place, right? So you can't do what you normally do in your own house. How long was she gone for before you sent the first nude? <laughs> Couple weeks. Couple weeks. Oh yeah. wow! Damn. And, it, and it was you that sent the first nude, not her, right? No, she did. Oh, she oh, did. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hey. Um. So, how long have you guys been been apart from one another? Uh, just a month. Oh, okay. So this, oh, wow. She's got a month she and was- you're already sending nudes? <laughs> I miss you, baby. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> she left the first time in August. Oh, oh I gotcha. okay. And then oh, she came wow. back and then... January, wow. and she wow. came back and then... All right. So are you planning on, on, on heading out there to, to hang out with her anytime soon? No, she'll be back in the in a couple of weeks. Oh, oh okay. okay. So you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Man. I have a yeah. question. Yeah, Maury, go when ahead. When you're sending nudes, how much effort or time do you spend on lighting, what you're wearing, well, I think positioning. If I think it's different if you're sending sending them to somebody who's a stranger that you're trying to impress. But I think that like if I sent a really well lit, perfectly proportioned, <laughs> you know, work of art of myself to Catherine, she would think it was somebody else. Yeah, completely. You know what I mean? I think that when it's your yeah. partner, I think when it's your partner, you got to keep it real, right? Uh-huh. Like even if there's a pimple but there, you, you still, don't no, edit but that out. You still want to look good because they haven't seen you in a while. You don't want that, you know, low camera yeah, up that's shot. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got to clean the counter in the kitchen first, right? You don't want to dirty the dirty dishes there. Right? <laughs> well, Zach, uh, happy birthday. Your girlfriend loves you a lot. In her note to us, she said uh, he is the sweetest, most caring person Aww. I've ever met with the biggest heart. So uh, we are sending you guys so much love, and we hope that you you enjoy your birthday, man. Happy birthday, Thank dude. Thank you so much. Can I Thanks tell him a joke? Oh, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Maury wants to tell you a joke. The answer, by the Uh-oh. way, is your age. 
Go ahead, yeah, Maury. Go ahead, Maury. Okay, what goes up but never comes down? I don't know, Maury. Your age. <laughs> <laughs> Maury laughs. Every time he tells a stupid I joke, know. he laughs. It's so weird. <laughs> Much love, Zach. You take care, bro. You too, man. Thanks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, people in Toronto were heated last night after the CN Tower lit up with Montreal Canadiens colors. So they tweeted, uh, tonight the CN Tower will be lit red, blue, and white for the Canadians who will go on to represent Canada's hope for a 2021 Stanley Cup. It's not the Olympics. No. I will. I, they could put a team together, no joke, of anybody. Mm-hmm. That has done something like horrific in the world. <laughs> and I would root for them over Montreal. It is to have Toronto do this to the CN Tower is such an incredible betrayal. Like it's not it's 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 an absolute unforgivable betrayal. And you are not alone in that thinking. Some tweets last night doesn't get any worse than that. What a shame. Reads one tweet. Another one said, ha ha ha. Wow. Mad respect to the CN Tower staff for trolling their own city. Yeah. And then somebody else wrote said, even the CN Tower hates the Maple Leafs. Yes. Oh my yes. God. This is such a no other city would do this. Uh, so no other city would do this. Something needs to be done. And we're going to the top. We're going to the authority right now. Joining us on the Raza Moga Show, Mayor of Toronto, Mr. John Tory. Welcome back, sir. How are you two guys doing? Long time no talk. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you, brother? Well, I'm just just trying to survive here. Just trying to survive. And uh, I think, but, we, you know, we see some light at the end of the tunnel. Some patios are opening up on Friday and some of the other businesses. And so I think that's uh, going to be a welcome moment for everybody in the city. And it's it's symbolic. It isn't just about patios, but it's symbolic. And some of those poor, you know, restaurant and bar owners and, and people who work there are going to get uh, finally get some chance to do some business. And that's going to be good for them and good for the city. As long as you don't have a clear view of the CN Tower, though, right? Oh, well, look, I, I have announced earlier uh, today a, a full and complete investigation because and now I do have a true confession to make because in my case, I had a bet that I have to pay off. And so I received a couple of days ago a Montreal Canadiens flag. Uh, I even had investigated how it found its way into my office. And then I realized that I'd asked for it because I'd promised to raise it if we lost that series here at City Hall. Yeah. And so now I've been holding it for a couple of days and I was thinking maybe the best thing to do, maybe what could, you guys come to work really early in the morning and it's still dark. Maybe uh, we could cooperate in a lot flag raising at 4.30 a.m. and no one will see it. We'll take a quick picture and leave. But then the CN Tower, I don't know if they had a bet down there, but if not, I think there needs to be a full and complete investigation Thank as you. to how this could have occurred. Let me just let me just recap here. So the, the, the tweet last night was, uh, tonight the CN Tower will be lit red, blue, and white for the Montreal Canadiens who will go on to represent Canada's hope for the 2021 uh, Stanley Cup. This, to me, is an unforgivable slap-in-the-face tragedy. There, there's something true about it, though, Roz. I mean, in the sense that, yes, they are going to be our, our entry into the Stanley there Cup, and no I would rather see the Stanley Cup in Canada than anywhere no, else. No, 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 no. Nobody, nobody actually thinks that way. This isn't – I will cheer for Canada in the Olympics. I will never cheer for the Montreal Canadiens. Ever. Yeah, I would say that I would say that about the Ottawa Senators because I think they are just a, just a pathetic. <laughs> oh, I mean, like really. I mean, I I, I I don't even know. You know, I just it's awful. But but the Canadians, I might sort of say, well, no. you know, look, uh, you know, Montreal and Toronto are very close to each other as the two biggest cities in the country. So maybe even as our still. Canadian entry, we can at least smile at the TV if they're winning. Um, but the notion of changing the color of the CN Tower that's a step too far. What do you think would happen? And what do you think Montrealers would do? You knowing that city as well as you do, and I'm. 
And by the way, before people start coming at me, I'm a born Montrealer. But what do you think would happen in that city if they lit up anything blue and white because the Leafs advanced to the third round? There'd be uh, there'd be there'd be a very bad scene. There'd, there'd be, be a very, very bad scene. Very bad people scene. would lose their jobs. People would have to hide <laughs> in shame. People would have to issue pu- formal public apologies uh, and so on. And you know, this is why I'm so reluctant to even to pay off a bet. But I always want to honor my the commitments in that regard. So that's why I want to raise this flag at uh, three o'clock in the morning because for the mayor of Toronto to raise the Montreal Canadiens flag on an official flagpole at City Hall. Whoa. It's you know, but news. the CN Tower, I mean, they were not under, as far as I know, any such publicly made bet. So I think they've got some explaining to do. Some, they've got some serious explaining to do. So after, after you're off the phone with us, um, are you uh, on the phone with somebody over there at the CN Tower and, and finding oh, out yeah, I think so. and I think who look, the culprit we, is? We have, to sort of, we have to know who the people were that were down there cheering this on, too, because clearly they are people that, that should be held in some degree of suspicion in terms of their loyalty to the cause here. So, you know, we, we're going to have to sort of find out whether there are people that may have Maybe they had a few drinks, you know, like there's always an explanation for these things. And and I, and I don't want to come off as a bitter Leaf fan because this to me isn't about losing to the Montreal Canadiens. Because the question that I had was during this playoff round when it was Toronto and Montreal, did the CN Tower ever light up blue and white for the Leafs? Yes, it did. Uh, it did. And we lit up the sign here. We had blue and white day back, uh, I think it was at the first game. I don't think the tower so well. did. I don't think the tower did. I stand to be corrected, but I think on blue and white day, everybody kind of got on board. Nah. And we lost that first game. What, what pains me more than that is that you look at the pathway to the Stanley Cup, and had we just on any one of those last three games, <laughs> you know, the last two, I guess, in particular, had we just, you know, ah, it's just well, painful. Don't. You're just bringing back painful memories here. I think we should probably drop it after. <laughs> this and never talk about it again. <laughs> Mayor John Tory, always a pleasure hey, chatting with you. Where's your first patio you hitting up? I don't know. I'm going not until Friday at lunch. Somebody said, would I go to one at 12.01 a.m. Friday, more like midnight Friday morning? That's and what I I'm said, thinking. I That's just, what I'm I, thinking. Well, I just, like, that's not me. If you said, well, how often would John Terry be drinking on a patio at 12 o'clock at midnight on a Friday night? The answer is not that often, frankly. Oh. So I, I think it would be contrived. But I'll, I'm going to go somewhere on Friday during the day and probably again on Saturday to check out one of these Cafe T.O. things. We, you know, yeah. we have a thousand restaurants covered by that's the awesome. Cafe T.O. Uh, thing with the, with the patios in the curb lane. So I'll be somewhere and right. uh, maybe we'll see you there. Certainly we'll see more because that's basically all he does, doesn't he? He just sits on patios and phones it in. Anything to get out of the house. Yeah, okay, exactly. All right. I have a question for you, John. It is Pride Month, and I ask you this every year. Is this Pride, are you going to be going shirtless for the parade virtually? Well, since it's virtual, we could probably use some doctoring on the video to make it an event acceptable for small children. But uh, I know how you dress up because I've seen you, and it's something that uh, really should be an X-rated affair. Also, I don't know if you should be asking the mayor of the city that question. It's quite inappropriate. I understand you're out in a crowd of, you know, 60, 70, 80,000 people. You take your shirt off because everyone else is. But nobody wants to do that in their own office (laughs) on Zoom. You'd be surprised. True, true. Thank you, Mayor. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. 
Uh, last night, oh my God, keeping up with the Kardashians was wild. Girl, I heard. So, yo, my friend that watches, yeah, <laughs> hit me up on text and was like, here's what's going in. Yeah. So, you should um, pay attention to this because the big question was going to be in the final season leading up now to the series finale yeah. that we're going to get in just a little while. You wondered how much of Kim and Kanye was going to play out um, on camera. Yeah. Because we started to get at the very beginning of the Kim and Kanye problems that there wasn't going to be a lot of it because it didn't seem like something Kim wanted to do go through publicly, especially on a show. Um, but it's all came to the top last night. So here is one clip where Kim is just like she's in such a state, yeah, rightfully so, that she's taking it out on everything, even the cookies. Cookies? Did I not say no to these cookies? Like they have to be taken away. I gained 15 pounds. Like, this is a joke. I'm going to throw okay, them well in the toilet. Okay, well, then control yourself, Kim, because I like those. No, I oh, cannot man. eat them, and I'm not joking. You know, Kim has been struggling privately behind camera about her relationship, and it's tough because Kim is clearly redirecting so much of her frustration and sadness and anger, and, you know, sometimes you just take things out on something that has nothing to do with what you're going through. It's not the cookies' fault. Also, we love cookies. <laughs> okay, and then here is finally Kim opening up uh, to her sisters. I just like I honestly know. can't do this anymore. Like, no, I, I think that why am I still in this like place where I'm stuck for years? Like he goes and moves to a different state every right. year. I have to be like together so I can raise the kids. You know, he's an amazing dad. He's done an amazing job. The whole but the whole he still thing. will be. He and the, still yeah, will be. I just like he'll be better without you there. Like. I think he deserves someone that can go support his every move and go follow him all over the place and move to Wyoming. I can't do that. He should have a wife that supports his every move and travels with him and does everything. And and I can't. I feel like a f***ing failure that it's like a third marriage. Yeah, I feel like a f***ing loser. But I can't even think about that. Like, I want to be happy. Oh, damn. Damn, right? So I wonder if part of the reason why they wanted to include all this stuff on the show is because... It played out in real life so publicly. Like there was no way they'd be. I mean, I'm sure there's a way to avoid it, but because they try to be as open in the show as possible, like they'd get questioned, like, why no, wouldn't I, you include any no, of this no, stuff? No, I, I, you could. You, when you got the sense that it wasn't going to play out on the show, uh-huh. was when Kanye did that press conference when he was running for president to say that Kim almost aborted their kid. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when everybody was saying, none of this is going to make the show. Uh-huh. Um, and then they went on to separate and they went on to sort of get divorced. So that is now what you're seeing. But at the beginning of this, when it was really, if you remember, it was like Kanye oh. was saying some devastating things. Oh, it's toxic, yeah. Um, none of that. That's when, it, when when people were saying that this is not going to make the show. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. Not, uh, not this stuff. But um, but man, that got real. I just got goosebumps. Pumps listening to yeah. that. That is like, that's rough, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, United Airlines has announced the purchase of 15 planes from Denver based Boom Supersonic. 
Boom Supersonic. Yeah, that's the name of the company. Wow. Uh, with the option of purchasing an additional 35 aircraft, what makes these exceptional is that these planes will do New York to London in three and a half hours. Like London, England? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's usually like, like an eight, eight hour flight. Eight hour flight. Yeah. 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 So they'll do, it'll do New York to London in three and a half hours. Everybody's now scrambling to replace the Concorde because the Concorde's all, um, they grounded them. There was over the years, they all had problems. And then there was the one that went down. Yeah. Um, but and they're uh, just such old planes. Yeah. But Boom Supersonic is now sort of stepping into that game. And, Tickets on the Concorde. I had no idea about this because I grew up thinking the Concorde was like the coolest plane in the world, right? Yeah. Like when I was like a little kid, like into planes and stuff like that. A ticket on the Concorde from London to New York was around 12 grand. Did you know Holy that? Holy, no. Yeah, it was a lot of money because it got you there fast. Um, so United has now spent $3 billion on these planes. So they're $200 million each. Yeah. They bought 15 of them with an option for 35, so $3 billion. But they say a ticket on these, mm -hmm. if you do travel from New York to London on one of the Boom Supersonics, uh, $2,500. That's it? That's it. No. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to be your business class seat. Excuse me. No, of course. Right. You don't get cookies with $2,500. No. But it does get you there faster. You sit next to the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Does that make a difference for you, do you think? Not sitting next to the toilet. I mean, if I told you, say, $900 for a regular flight from New York to London, mm. okay? Or but I can get there faster eight hours, for $2,500? Eight, eight hours, or you can get there in three and a half hours for $2,500. That's worth it. You think that, that, like, is that worth budgeting that into your trip money? Yes, You think absolutely. so, eh? For yeah. three hours? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes. I agree. Longer on the way home, though, right? Yeah, longer on the way yeah, home. Yeah, it would so be maybe longer. Like, maybe like four hours on the way home. Even say. still. Yeah. Yeah, three a and a half hours. A flight that's less than know, five hours. I don't know if it? I can go that fast, though. Like, I don't know if my bot. like, I don't, what happens to your body? You're, you're not going to feel it. I just, this is what I'm afraid of. This is what I'm afraid of. You okay. Think, I you're going to fly up out of your seat and get stuck to the ceiling no, until you no, get there? No, 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 no. No, I already don't do well on, I don't like flying. I don't fit in the seats. Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy the process. Nothing, right? Like, I always go in and I try to fall asleep. And then the same thing happens, which is I put my head back. And then I wait a couple minutes and then my head shoots forward and I look at the flight attendant and I'm like, can I have two white wine, please? Right? <laughs> that, that's, that's, how, that's how I fly. I'm like, if I can't sleep, I might as well drink. Uh -huh. And then so, but I worry, I worry that yeah. if I'm on a plane that's going fast enough to get me from New York to London in three and a half hours, I'm worried that I'm just going to sit in that seat the whole time having to poop. I'm worried that that's going to do, it's going to reach the speed of yes, that plane. I think going that fast will just do massive like damage to my stomach. No, I'm sure they've got it all and figured out. You, so you think that they figured out a way to make you not feel like you have to poop the whole way? Because I would like confirmation on that if they have. <laughs> that's too fast for my body. I can't go that fast. I'm sure they got to figure it out. I, I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they do. Yeah, that it should be their slogan. Get you right. there in three hours and we'll yeah. make you poop. Otherwise, it's going to be two white wine in the bathroom, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So that big fight last night, huh? Your favorite. Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul. Um, it wasn't nearly uh, the schlamaz of a production as those last few fights have been with like Snoop doing the commentary and all those... Yeah. People coming in and just singing where they don't talk about boxing. It's just like a dumb concert. And then every now and then two people fight. Hey, this was they, actual boxing. It was great. It was showtime. Did yeah. they say why they 
decided to do this on a Sunday night as opposed to yeah, because the traditional the, yeah, Saturday night yeah, fights? Yeah, there was another fight. There was something else going on on Saturday that originally they didn't want to compete against. And so oh, they wow. decided on the Showtime, I guess, decided, or Mayweather, I don't know who did, but they decided on Sunday. But mm-hmm. I don't think it mattered. I think everybody still bought it. That's why yeah. they started it at 8 and not the usual like 10 o'clock for the yeah, West Coast yeah. stuff, right? Oh, but I guess it was Florida. So 8 o'clock makes a lot of sense. Uh, before um, Floyd Mayweather came to the ring, uh, Migos walked out and performed. Mm. Uh, it was weird. Oh, was it really? <laughs> well, I mean, you see that. It's happened before where, like, they have some sort of live performance before a big fighter comes out, yeah. right? I don't know. It's just, it's always it's always awkward because at some point, like, the commentators just come in and start talking over them. Like, yeah. they, nobody ever lets them finish their song, right? Because yeah, yeah. they're like, we can't let these guys do three minutes. Like, it's crazy. Uh, but Cardi B, very happy to see Migos coming down. That's my cousin, that's my husband, come on. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get some straightening. Come on, boy, man. We're going to get some straightening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straightening. Ooh, ooh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Cardi B having a good time? So I can't imagine in your house that that was happening at any point during the evening. Because you ordered the fight. You were watching the fight. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So yeah. like when when you were watching Migos right. perform, you yeah. weren't all up like We're gonna get some straightening. Come on, Floyd Mayweather. We're gonna get some straightening tonight. <laughs> oh, that wasn't no, you. No, you weren't partaking no, in that I went in pee. that manner. I went pee and then yeah. came back with chips. Oh. <laughs> and then <laughs> and waited. Tonight. Uh Floyd Mayweather did have a hell of a week though. Um so Aside from the fight, he went out and bought just a ton of cars for his uh, uh, closest friends in his inner circle. Wow. According to TMZ. He also bought himself a a Rolls Royce, and then I think he followed it up with buying a second Rolls Royce as well. Um, So TMZ talked to uh, Chop, the owner of uh, Tobin Auto in Las Vegas, and Floyd spent $1 million on a 2021 Rolls Royce White Ghost, Mm. a 2021 Mercedes uh, S560, a Maybach sedan, a Dodge Journey, two Dodge Chargers, and three Dodge Challengers. Spending uh, about a million dollars in cars in one single week just for friends. Uh, pocket and, uh, change. Pocket change, yeah, because he uh, he had said before the fight that he was expected to make at least $100 million for yeah. that fight. Oh, just pennies. Crazy. Now, when Floyd Mayweather buys you a car, right? Yeah. Do you think he fronts the the insurance for that? Or is he just like straight up buying the car and then it's up to you to figure out your insurance? Like, are you the actual owner or are you just driving Floyd Mayweather's car? Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, I think that he, I think that they're the owners. Hmm. I think that he just like, everybody goes in and they're like, this is the one I want. This is the one I want. All the individuals do yeah. all the paperwork themselves. And then he walks up to the counter and goes, okay, how much for all of them? And then he just pays. Well, they what just if I can't add it all the up. insurance? Well, that, that, then what are you doing hanging around Floyd Money Mayweather? Because I'm broke and I wanted to pay for my you stuff. Think, but you think people who are hanging, nobody's broke hanging around Floyd Mayweather. No. no. Uh, he doesn't have like cronies? Just... No, dude. A hundred people walked out to the ring with him last night. Every single one of them is rich. <laughs> okay. Every single one of them got I'm not saying all of them are rich. Cars? I'm not saying all of them are rich, but I'm saying yeah. everybody who got a car from yeah. Floyd yesterday is Could doing Can afford the insurance? They can afford the insurance. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did Trump wear his pants backwards? Did you see that picture? No. That video? Okay, so Google right now Trump pants for me. Just go to Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. So I spent a good time on this last night, and 
Snopes, who I don't trust Snopes, okay? It's one guy in a basement. We all know that by now. Um, so Snopes said that they looked through all the photographs taken at the event and published by visual media company um, Getty Images that Yo. clearly show Donald Trump on stage wearing pants with a zipper in front and a video posted uh, of the 90-minute speech also showed uh, Donald Trump wearing pants the right way and then uh, other people back this up as well. But I'm telling you right now, you watch this video. Yeah, I'm watching right now. Okay. These pants are backwards. <laughs> okay. Why are they bent like that? Okay. They're bent like the wrong way. The wrong way. Yes. At the 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 butt slash yes. thigh area, but except it's on the front. Okay. So there's a lot of different theories. One is that Donald Trump wore his pants backwards during a huge speech. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two is that he wore his pants the right way, and then somebody doctored this footage to take out the zipper part in the front. Oh, maybe. There, there are pictures of what even Snopes claims to be the zipper in the front. But when I look at those pictures, all I see is a seam. I don't see the zipper flap. I see a seam as you would on the back of pants. The other theory is that the reason why the pants look so weird is because he wears pull-ups. Stop like, it. like, no, like he, like, like his pants, like his, no, no, but like his pants aren't regular suit pants. They're custom made with an elastic waist no. to, to get them up over his, Does he know that belts exist to get them up over his diaper. Okay. That's the other theory because he's, that's a, what's like, that? I just learned what this was. Um, people were commenting on his FUPA, right? And I can't laugh. And I then, shouldn't be laughing. And then, so and then it looks like he has a diaper under there because he's puffy in parts where you shouldn't normally be puffy. So puffy. Right? <laughs> like there's like it's very puffy. So oh, so no. so did Donald Trump wear backwards pants? And and even when they zoom out, like the way that the pants are cut, like I've had a lot of suits made for me, right? Uh -huh. Like a lot of suits made. And the way that suits are cut. They don't hit your knees that way. It's it's not the it's it's not no. the the fly or the and 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 the creases are clearly under the ass, but yeah. now they're upper thigh, front thigh. But the way that they sit and the way that they bend, like those pants are made to go the other way. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what Snope says. I don't care what anybody says. That thing in the front that they think that they discovered was the zipper is not. It's a seam. It's nothing more than the same. Yeah, these pants look backwards. They are backwards. Now they so may, he wears them like so he, he just puts them on as if okay, like let's say track pants. Okay, right? he just pulls them up. So here's the th here this. So what might have had like let's say he had his pants altered even right mm -hmm. where they were like okay well here's what we can do for you we'll just we'll we'll get rid of the belt loops and we'll sew an elastic into the top of them so he can't tell front from back so maybe he accidentally put them on backwards yeah. or, or or maybe or maybe he had them on the right way then they had to change his diaper then he accidentally put them on the wrong way I don't think they change. like <laughs> he changes his own diaper. he doesn't change his own diaper there's Come no on. way yeah, no, no 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 yeah, no, no, no 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 so i don't know what's feel... going on with the pants but if you watch the video even if the video is doctored yeah. the way that those pants sit on his legs they are backwards they are 100 backwards yes i feel i feel bad for laughing because like one of these days that's gonna be me one day yeah <laughs> yeah whatever but nobody's You're gonna... gonna have to be a bro and change my diaper dude i will dog come on i'd change yours yeah I don't know about that. I'm not going to let you sit here. I don't know about that. In a wet diaper all yeah. day. <laughs> I would do it for you. I know. But doesn't this, isn't this so indicative of Trump though? Like you, you know this that is this so is, bad. this is when you realize that nobody likes you, yeah. right? <laughs> like God, this is when you realize there's not one person this, in your world that truly actually likes you. This video. 
right? Because those, those pants are backwards, bro. They're so backwards. Okay. <laughs> like I can, I can watch, bro. I can watch that video over and over and over and over again. There was such confidence. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I just killed it. I just crushed I just that speech. Crushed that speech." The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Jeff Bezos is going to space. What do you mean? He is set to be the first billionaire to fly to space on one of his billionaire rockets. So yeah. Elon, Elon Musk hasn't done it. Uh-huh. Branson hasn't been on one of his own rockets. And Jeff Bezos is going to be the first. Uh, the company Blue Origin, the uh, New Shepard is the name of the rocket. It's set to launch on July 20th. That is just 15 days after Bezos is set to resign as CEO of Amazon. Uh, Blue Origin says uh, um, that uh, Bezos and his younger brother, Mark Bezos, um, will be on the flight together. Now, he says ever have, since... Have yeah. to do like special training? You're going I, to space. I, I guess. Yeah. He says ever since I was five years old, I've dreamed of traveling to space. Uh, on July t- 20th, I will take that journey with my brother, the greatest adventure with my best friend. Aww. If all goes according to plan, um, Bezos will be the first billionaire, as we just said. Uh, to launch himself into space on one of his rockets. Blue Origin's flight crew uh, will see the company's six-seater capsule, and uh, it's a 59-foot rocket, uh, hurl itself towards the edge of space on an 11-minute flight. That's it? Yeah, that will reach more than 60 miles above Earth, uh, though the company has not announced how much regular tickets on this uh, will be. Uh, the auction for the remaining seats, the bidding war, reached $2.8 million as of Sunday evening. So hold on. So this rocket yes. that Mr. Amazon yes. is going to use to go into space. Yes. It just goes straight up and then comes right back down. Yeah, yeah. you go into space. Yeah. Go into space and then you come home from space. You just look around like a quick one, two. Yeah. Left, right. Yeah. Look at that. Yep. Space on that side, space on that side. Uh-huh. Beautiful flat earth right there. Yeah. It's, Look down. You know what? It, okay. You Why know what it, can't they just like go up, right? Okay. Yeah. And then hang a left and then go around the no, earth. No, no, no. It's not designed to do back. that. It's not designed Why to not? do that. Do you know what this is? Okay. Why? This is the billionaire version of the log ride at amusement parks. What? You know the log ride when you sit in the log? Oh, and yeah, and then you, you the log, the and, then, then you go, and then you go up, and then it's one big swoop down. Yeah. That's what this is. It's the billionaire version of the log ride. They're all building billion-dollar log rides because that's the entire length of time. And you kind of hope the water will splash you, but then not really because but, then you got to think about the rest of the day walking around the park. Thank you. With, with wet, soaking clothes. Yeah, wet jeans. Yeah, yeah, uncomfortable. I, I never wore shoes. Sure, I, I never wore shorts to amusement parks. I always no? hated my legs, so I always went in jeans. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, always. So I was. I always had tight, wet jeans on yeah, when I went to parks. Yeah, it was the worst. The absolute just worst. Straight up and then come right yeah, back straight up and then coming straight back down again. Straight this up. This is what my Amazon Prime membership yes. is paying for. Straight up, straight back down. Yes. Boring. Yes. Well, what are you gonna do? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chloe Kardashian mm-hmm. is facing backlash online. She's your fa- is she your favorite? I don't know the difference, man. Mm. Um, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I, I don't know the difference. I only just found. I I only just like just this past weekend can confidently say now I know the difference between Jake Paul and Logan Paul. <laughs> okay. For a long time, I thought they were the same guy. Yeah. I thought there was only one. 
But he, what, like his alter ego was just a different first no, name? I, I just, I didn't, I didn't have a place in my head for the first names. Oh, okay. I knew it was the blonde YouTuber. Yeah. Right. But I didn't know, I, I didn't know that there was two. I just uh-huh. always thought it was the same guy. Okay. Right. This, whatever. Uh, anyway, Chloe facing backlash. So she did a video talking about single use plastics and how yeah. people try and you, fill up water bottles using single use plastics. So listen to Chloe's lecture on single use plastics. There's something that irks me is that I see people taking water bottles and they're just pouring it into the gallon size reusable plastic bottles so they can consume their water for the day. That defeats the purpose because those water bottles are just gonna go in a landfill somewhere and potentially cause, you know, pollution or trying to limit our single usage of plastics. So then the comments started coming in. One of them, uh, Chloe is out here trying to shame her followers for using single water bottles when every party she throws looks like this. And it's just a picture of the thousands of balloons that they decorate their houses with during every single party. Single use. Someone else pointed out that she did a pantry tour one time and every single thing on every single shelf is in plastic. Oh, single use. (laughs) Right. And then they were like, don't even get us started on the flowers that you guys have everywhere and what that kind of disaster is for the environment. Oh, single use. Uh, And then Chloe responded to all of this. So her response was, oh my LOL, what drives me, uh, zany face emoji, I guess, uh-huh. uh, is that people turn nothing into something. It must be a slow news day. I'm constantly learning and trying to be better for the environment for the sake of my daughter. I'm the last one to say that I'm super environmentally conscious because I know how much more I have to learn. All I was simply saying is that it's a pet peeve of mine. It's not about being perfect. It's about learning and hopefully making small changes for our future. Holy smokes. Anyway, uh, love it when you get educated on easy tips as how to potentially make a change in our world. Feel free to tweet me some tips. So there you go. That's her response to that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is said to be heartbroken over the relationship between Harry Styles and his ex, Olivia Wilde. Well, yeah, of course. Um, So one source told Page Six that they're um, not only is he upset, but he's massively, quote unquote, upset, to be honest, and a little angry. So it emerged in November 2020 that Jason and Olivia had separated after seven years together. Mm -hmm. And then it was reported after that about her relationship with Harry Styles. But it was reported that that relationship most likely started in October 2020. Oh, really? So insiders are saying that the Harry relationship is actually the primary reason for yes. the separation between Jason and Olivia. Oh, no. And people have tried to make it out like Harry and Olivia have only been dating for a few weeks, but I guess that's not the case. Jason found out about Harry, according to page six, and pushed the conversation. Olivia then asked for a separation, and then the news was made public. And, uh, um, they say that Jason was uh, dead set on making it work and trying oh, to get no. back together and all of this stuff. And Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah, Ted, I know. It's Ted Lasso, right? <laughs> like, that's all I can think of. I know. It's a heartbroken Ted I, Lasso. I know. I know. Thank God their kids are young, though, because their kids are still really little. Yeah. Could yeah, you yeah. imagine for one second that if you had kids right in that, like, 1D Harry Styles demo? <laughs> Bruh. You find out your mom's dating watermelon sugar? <laughs> right. 
like if the daughter was like 14, 15, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then Harry's coming over for movie Singing, night. Singing, uh, just let me adore you. <laughs> it sings you happy birthday, yeah. you know, when that rolls around. Like, oh my God, kill me. Like that would just be, that would just be the absolute, the absolute worst. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Tiana Taylor is the first black woman to be named Maxim Sexiest Woman Alive. She is from Coming to America 2. You may mm-hmm. recognize her. Uh, I highly agree with the pick, if I, if you're asking me. I didn't know Maxim still existed. Yes, and they still do this, the, the, sexiest, uh, the sexiest woman alive uh, every, really? every year. And it's a big deal because I know you think that we're living in 2020 where people would be like, man, don't do that. But this is what uh, Tiana had to say. Somebody pinch me, Maxim Hot 100, to uh, name me the quote sexiest woman alive by literally living in the skin I'm in. Wow. Stepping back in front of the lens has been a journey of self-reflection and self-confidence living up to the name and the title of this shoot wholeheartedly made me nervous. That's what she uh, captioned on Instagram. Pictures look great though. She looks dynamite. Man, I used to collect Maxim magazine back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. What were the other ones? Loaded was the the sort of UK version of uh the, of there Maxim. was uh, FHM. FHM, yeah. There, there was, was Maxim FHM. There's one more. Oh, loaded. stuff. Stuff. Oh, stuff. Yes. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> I got all of them. Yeah. I think stuff was like also, I think it was like stuff, and it said like from the desk of Maxim or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. It was like a, it was like a, uh, like the, the like little, like a little brother publication yeah, kind of thing, right? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Gap has unveiled its first piece from their collaboration with Kanye. Oh, sick. It is a, a $200 round jacket is what it's called. A round jacket? It's called the round jacket. Is and it you, literally round? It's stupid. Oh. And I like, maybe I don't know fashion. Google, uh, look it up right now. Kanye's wearing it. By the his, way, uh, happy full, birthday, Kanye. He's 44 years old today. With his full head mask Hold that on. he walks around in with Jesus on the um, front of it. The Gap. No, no, just Google oh. round jacket. Just go into Twitter and just hit round jacket. You'll see the picture of Kanye wearing it. It's stupid. Round and it's it's blue, jacket. so it's a puffer coat, right? Yeah. It's blue, and the sleeves are kind of weirdly shaped, and the it's very round, right? Like, there's no... There's no edges on it. Like everything is round, the collar and the bottom and everything. And I don't get the sense. It's a puffer coat, but I don't get the sense that there's a zipper on it. It doesn't look like it. And it also looks like it was wrapped like and it's, the, it was wrapped in like a garbage bag. Yeah, it's uh it's recycled um nylon, is that what it is? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to let me hold on here. It's two hundred dollars. And no, the jacket as it is right now will only be available in the U.S. Uh, for pre-orders. Good. Keep it. <laughs> it looks dumb. I don't know. I couldn't wear this. Yeah, it's stupid. And it's it's blue, but it's not like a good blue. I actually do like this baby blue. You do? Yeah. It's not. To me, that's not baby blue. Like if if the arms weren't so so puffy. Yeah. And if the... No, if the whole jacket... What it doesn't look good though. Mm, yeah, no, I can't. Even are even you looking at the, are you looking at the picture of Kanye in his mask? Yeah, that's a weird ass mask too. Right? So he has like a full it's a full 
mask that goes over his head, but there's no eye holes in it. And he's just cut tiny, tiny, tiny little holes to look through. Yeah, it looks like he took a pen like a and whole just bunch stabbed of holes in yeah. the, into it. And, it's, it's, and G, that's Jesus on the front of it, right? That is... Like where his mouth goes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? I didn't notice that. Yeah, wow. yeah. He's got a Jesus mask, but it's a full head mask. So you, would you wear the round coat? Would you pay $200 for that? No, not 200 bucks. You wouldn't. I huh? couldn't do that. No, I no. couldn't pull that look off. No. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, Kanye. Thank yeah. you, though. So Happy anyway, birthday, so, too, by the way. So that is the first piece that they've uh, that the gap has revealed um, between them and their collaboration with Kanye West. Mm. Again, it is a $200 jacket called the Round Jacket. No, I'll wait. <laughs> There's no zipper. Yeah, I'll wait for version two. It's a two. puffer coat with no zipper. I bet you the zipper's hidden. You think? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's wouldn't a pop it just out. it wouldn't it be the most Kanye thing of all Kanye things to, to give you, to give you a puffer zipper? coat with no zipper? So it's like a shawl, I guess, <sighs> or something. Watch, you probably have to buy the zipper separately <laughs> for 150 bucks. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Tyler Perry's bringing Medea back out of retirement what? for for a Netflix film, the 12th Medea movie. Wow. Is going to happen. I didn't know. 12? 12. Bank. 12. Is there a clip for that more? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? 12. Uh, and he know he made, like Tyler Perry, the great thing about Tyler Perry is that he shoots these movies in like three weeks. Yeah. Like it's incredible. This everything, is how he built his empire. Yeah. Everything he does, he shoots these things in like three, maybe four weeks. I, uh, I, I have yet to see a Medea movie. Me, neither have I. Yeah, I like yeah, I like it. Like Shem. Oh, what? what? Oh, what? No, I, I love you guys, but <laughs> sometimes you make me want to walk out. This is ridiculous. <laughs> what? Have you watched all 12? <laughs> have I watched all 12? <laughs> Listen. Okay, which is your favorite? Uh, oh, my. Uh, Medea Funeral. Okay. Medea Goes to a Funeral. Was that the last one? That was the last that one. That was it's the last fantastic. one. Also, Medea Goes to Jail. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Right. Because she's a great. Right. Has Have Medea. Has Medea ever done something where she then ran into Harold and Kumar, who were also doing the same thing? Because that's what these movies—that would be a wild crossover. <laughs> that's what these movies sound like. Anyway, I don't know what Netflix threw at Tyler Perry, but Bruh, uh, a lot, a lot of a money, lot of a money. lot this of money. This was happening. Okay, I won't take. I, I, I won't take that. Sorry, um, Medea, Medea. Uh, this is Tyler Perry saying, this is my dear saying, I'm coming back and I'm on Netflix. I can't wait to take you some guys out. Damn it. Hey, my dear's coming to Netflix. <laughs> we need to laugh, man. Too much is going on in the country. We need to laugh. So I was done, but I, but I wasn't, but she's coming back. My dear, I am with it. I'm here. I am. My dear. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You know what that is? A lot of money. Oh, I don't know how much they paid that guy. Oh my God. That's a lot of money. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me write. Let me read you this here. Okay. So this is the Chris Harrison story. Ooh, okay. Chris Harrison, who is no longer part of the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. Chris Harrison tweeted yesterday, uh, or I guess he went on Instagram uh, to say, I've truly had an incredible run as the host of the Bachelor franchise, and now I'm excited to start a new chapter. I'm grateful to Bachelor Nation for all the memories we've made together. While my two-decade journey is wrapping up, the friendships I've made will last a lifetime. This according to page six. Uh, Chris Harrison demanded a $25 million pay out after being booted from the show because he threatened to spill all the franchise's dirty secrets if he didn't get 
get it. Oh, girl? He has nearly 20 years of dirt, they said. Hmm. Instead of handing them a rose, he was absolutely ready to hand them a lawsuit detailing all the behind-the-scenes details. Wow. Chris Harrison's whole life was The Bachelor, and he didn't want to let it go. He still is really sad to leave, and they have been very tough and very heated negotiations going on for weeks. Hmm. Listen to this. He knows a lot about inappropriate behavior on set, fights between contestants, misbehavior, including the use of illegal substances while overseas, and complaints from producers that were allegedly brushed under the carpet by ABC execs. He was ready to tell the truth about how things really work over there, and he has plenty of evidence to back him up. Chris was making five mil a season and wanted 25 million to walk away. Here's the best part. So Chris Harrison, when he went into negotiations with the executive producer Mike Fleiss on leaving the show, yeah, Chris Harrison hired the same lawyer that Mike Fleiss's ex-wife did to go negotiate their divorce. Oh, in your face. <laughs> You're a savage. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, no. that lawyer must have sat down and been like, yo, nice to see you again. <laughs> that is savage. Uh, Damn, Rachel Lindsay. Uh, Talking to Extra about uh, Chris Harrison's departure from the show, she says, I wasn't expecting for it to happen, not after the announcement. Uh, I think several past contestants coming forward and saying that they didn't want him to be a part of Paradise. I think Katie Thurston, her very last tweet before she went to film her season was that Chris needed to step away. Mm. So that is uh, Rachel Lindsay's thoughts on uh, Chris Harrison leaving the show. $25 million, though, is the apparent payout. Can you believe that? That's a lot of money. And then you hire the guy's ex-wife's lawyer. That's a lot of money. Damn. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hi, gang. We got some great questions lined up this week. Thank you to everyone who submitted your question for Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, we go to the phones. Hello, Kara. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, where do you listen to the Roz and Mocha show from? Uh, from North Bay. Oh, nice. Sick. How is it out there? <laughs> it's hot today. Yeah? Uh, I know. Much needed, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It just it makes me not want to do my job. I don't oh. want to teach. I want to be outside. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So, Kara, what is your question for the room? Okay. So, you meet your 18-year-old self, and you're allowed to say three words. What do you say? Three words? Hmm. What do you say, Kara? Uh, don't marry him. Oh. And I slap myself. Oh. oh. So, who was it uh, that you ended up marrying? And are you still with that person? No, I'm oh, not okay. with him. God, could you uh, imagine if I... she was? I know. Jesus. <laughs> Hey, man, there's a lot of marriages out there that are like that, though, right? No, I... I was 18 at the time when I met him, though, and um, my parents hated him, so naturally I loved him. Why'd they hate him? Uh, uh, Because he wasn't very good to me, and he was actually sometimes really mean, and he was a partier, and there was a lot of gaslighting and lying, and my parents saw all that, I think. And so I was young and dumb and full of hope, and (laughs) so um, I ended up staying with him and eventually ended up marrying him. We had three kids. And now we are divorced. Oh, how long were you with him for? Uh, from the time I was 18 until I was 34. Oh, wow. wow. That's and, a long time. And, and was he like that that whole time or did he? Kinda... No, no, no. He, there was, I mean, he had changed quite a bit for a long time, but there were still a lot of problems and, and like nobody ever completely changes, I don't think. Yeah. And so just 
you know, he's a great dad and he is a great dad. Um, but there was just, there was a lot of manipulating and a lot of controlling um, and just, you know, things, things just got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. And, uh, but I wanted to prove everybody wrong at the time and I didn't want all my efforts with, uh, with him to be for nothing. Yeah. So yeah. when he asked me to marry him when I was 23, I said yes. And everybody was like, what are you doing? Don't do it. And oh now if I could God. go back. I know. It was not good. It was not like he just, he he did things like, <laughs> he, he didn't show up to my grandmother's funeral, for example. Right. Like when he was supposed to be there for me. He broke up with me two days uh, or on Valentine's Day, which is two days before my birthday, oh, no. um, and my mid- and my final midterm in university. <sighs> just things like that, right? He was a partier. He was, you know, he just got me into a lot of trouble. Like it was just a mess. Okay, so, so yeah, I, that's what I would say. Don't marry question him. I'm thinking, Ross. So, which is what, Maury? It was is he hot? It, oh, Maury wants to know was who if he was hot. Obviously. <laughs> well. Oh. I'm definitely hotter. I'll tell oh, you that much. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and everybody go. said that to me all the time. They're like, what are you doing, Kara? You could do so much better. Oh, Kara. Damn, bro. So now you're just Good living your best you. life without him. <laughs> I am. Are you, I am. Are, you, are you still hotter than he is? Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Well, at least you have yeah. that, huh? <laughs> Now are you now are you da- are you dating and stuff or no? I guess it's hard. Yeah, I am. Yeah, sure. no, I am. But I, I mean, it's it's hard. Like it, I have three kids to yeah. look after, right? Yeah. So, but now, I, I still, yeah, definitely, I have fun. Do you find it easier to date p- other people who have kids, or do you find it's easier to date people who don't have kids? Uh, huh, probably don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But who, wa- who wants that, yeah. huh? Well, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I do see somebody who has two kids as well, and I'm like, and it's great, it's fine, but I could not fathom living with two more children. Oh, no. oh do you not like no. the kids? No. Well, oh, no, I lot. like them very much. Oh, 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 oh. Have, it's just a lot, it's a lot. I have three boys, and they're, like, disgusting and... You know what I mean? Like, oh, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm constantly cleaning up after them as it is and running around. And it's just, yeah. So, no, I'm having fun. But that's, <laughs> if I could turn. And, you know, the other thing is, is you spend so much money on weddings. And I kick myself all the time for that. Yeah. So, I'm just, like, so mad at myself. We had this, like, big, huge Catholic wedding, 300 people. Wow. Yeah. At 23 uh, years old, huh? Yeah, I know. Damn. What did it, you, What did you spend on that wedding back then? Oh, my dress, the venue, the bar. Oh, God. Uh, That's food, so expensive. Everything. I know, so and I look expensive. back now, and I'm not necessarily against marriage, yeah. although I don't think I would ever do it again, but I'm against weddings. Like, I just think it's such a waste of money. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, I look back at my age, like, I think about when I'm 18, and I'm like, oh, I just want to smack myself, you know, mm-hmm. as I'm sure everybody else did, too. Yeah, yeah. but your, your 18-year-old self, like, hearing you tell this story, your 18-year-old self wouldn't even listen to you now. No, probably not. I was right? so stubborn. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah, you're going right. to be like, listen, I can only tell you three words. If I could say more, I would say, don't worry, your boobs are still going to look good in your 40s. But, but, don't, <laughs> you. but, but don't marry him. But don't marry him. <laughs> All right. So, Daniel Moore, if you could meet your 18-year-old self and you're allowed to only say three words, what do you say? Sleep around now. Sleep around now. <laughs> wow. Well, you would have to tell yourself that? You would have to tell you at 18 to sleep around now? 
But you were trying back then, and you still weren't getting any action. Oh, I was doing quite well. And the other one was just uh, stop well, being sensitive. Pa pa pause, but that's pause, not pause, fine. pause for one second. So you would have to go back now to tell 18-year-old you to sleep around now? Like, get like, out of your system now. Like, go around, just sleep with everyone now. But you weren't wow. already doing that at 18? I think I could have done more. Oh, Wow. Jeez. I would have needed another year at 18. I, I would have needed like, I would have needed like 1989, like, like 0.2. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, or whatever, however old I was in 18, 1990, 1992, I guess it would have been. Uh, sleep around now. So that, so you didn't do that when you were younger than more. Why were you so hesitant? Because maybe you weren't that comfortable. Were you out then when oh, you were 18? No, I was out, but I, I was always like, oh, like every person I found that I wanted to sleep with, I thought, oh, he's the one. He's the one. Oh. So I wish I was more like you. Right. <laughs> right. A little bit more promiscuous? Like, loose? Yeah. yeah that's, what, that's, what, that's what we used to call gals like me back in the day, loose. <laughs> <laughs> Roz, what would you tell your 18-year-old uh, self? Yeah, to be honest, I was thinking about this as uh, as as Kara was talking, and I don't I don't know what I would I don't know what I would say because I worry that like I don't have any huge sort of huge regrets, right? Yeah. And I don't think that I made any decisions that altered my life in any sort of negative way. I didn't say no to an opportunity that I really should have said yes to, or or anything anything like that. Um, so maybe you're just I, keep no, looking if, forward. No, if I if I was 18, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you know, I would have simply just told myself, um, you know, buy Mac stock. Oh, good one. And because I what not long after I was 18 in my in my early 20s is when I switched my life over to everything Apple. Right. Yeah. Uh, my my mid 20s, and I spent more money on Apple products at that age because they were very expensive. They're still very expensive, but they were so expensive. And had I not spent money on gear and instead rolled it over into stocks, my family would be set for forever. Yeah. Just given Even what I would Even in 92? Because they were, most people were buying the Apple stock, I guess, in the 80s. No, no, no. But this is, no, because the thing is this, as long as you got in. I only in, learned that from Forrest Gump. Yeah, no, but as long as, long as you <laughs> got, with, with Apple, as long as you got in before, um, before they introduced colors, right? So before iMac, before all this stuff, whenever everything was still gray, mm -hmm. right? That is when the, the explosion happened after, like the real big explosion happened after. You could still buy Apple stock. When the yeah. only thing but, you could buy was a, a Mac 2. Yeah, but I'm but I'm talking like, you after know. After the iPod. Uh, yeah, well, no, before the iPod. Oh, okay. So, so you yeah. big bubble computer. Yeah, so it went the, yeah, the iMac, that first bubble iMac, yeah. right? That was pre-iPod. And, okay. then, and then iPod happened after that. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, no, I would have done that because in my 20s, I went into so much debt buying Apple products that I probably spent close to like 15, 16 grand. And, wow. ha and had I spent 15, 16 grand over the course of that same time, just an Apple stock, it would be, it would be an incredible amount of money right yeah. now. Um, so I think that I would have said that maybe or... But then you would have never have met us. Why? Because you'd be too rich. Oh, pff, I could do without you more. <laughs> you don't know. You don't, yeah, I mean, if you if me me retired at my age right now, or you in my life, yeah, <laughs> he would have retired long ago, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think for me, for when I was eighteen, similar to you, Roz, yeah. I would either say invest your money or yeah. save your money. Yeah, it would just be that because I used to sleep always, around. 
I would, yeah. I would, I, man, I wasted so much money on just like all yeah. nonsense, yeah. nonsense. Or so it would like be when that. I used a credit card to buy a fish tank. Yeah. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where, where, um, where more condoms could be a thing that you say to your 18 year old oh, self. Oh, true. Cause I went through a lot of yeah, pregnancy true, scares true. With, women, with women when I was younger. Another please, yeah, that's awful. Please, please, Maury. Um, no, no, I'm joking about that. Um, <laughs> good looking babies all over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Heart saying. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that there's, there's infinite things, but I just wouldn't want to screw anything up. You know, like that's, that's my problem. We talk, it's like the back to the future syndrome, right? Oh yeah. It's like going, sure. going back and saying something where I would maybe do something or say something where I wouldn't be here with you guys right now, or sure. I wouldn't have Catherine or I wouldn't have all this other stuff. Yep. Like I've just, out of all the bad choices that I've made in my life, none of them affected me in any sort of negative way that I could sacrifice anything that I currently have and sure. or know what, I, know what I want to. That's why I say don't marry him because yeah. I could still have had my children with him. Yes. I still would have the life that I have now had I not married. Right. I still could have been with him, but yeah. I could have been a lot richer. <laughs> true that. <laughs> hey, true that. Learn Kara? the drums. What's that? I could do learn the drums. Learn the drums. You're going to go. No, because then 18-year-old you is going to say, oh, my God, future Maury just came back and said, learn the drums. I must be like a super famous drummer. Yeah. You like, wouldn't. Touring the world. You um, wouldn't like filthy rich. No, you'd still be a guy who drives a Yaris, but drums. <laughs> yeah, but I could, maybe I, I meet the right person. Uh, the drummer in the band is always the cool guy. Um, you know nothing I about think anything. The guitar player more. Yeah. yeah. You know see, Kara knows nothing about. Anything. Yeah. See, my ex was in the band. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, damn. Uh, see, Kara, that's how he got me. We appreciate yeah. you so much. Thank you for listening, and thank you for <laughs> thank your question. You for having me. All right, thank take you. Care. Take care, love. You too. Bye. Bye. Melissa Clark says here, if you had to pick a tattoo for each other, what would you pick and where would you put it? Oh. Ah, uh, damn it, Maury. Well, if you had to pick, let's say, if you had to oh. pick a, a tattoo for Ross. It, I, it would be a tattoo of a meter, and it would say hot-o-meter, and it would be all the way over at 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And where would you, and where would you, where would you put that? Don't like the small back. of your back. Oh, I knew you oh. did. <laughs> Oh, 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 no. oh. Okay, oh, I the got the other one I was going to say. I got one. I got one. I got oh, okay. one. I got one. I got one. So for Maury, yeah. the tattoo that I would put on Maury, again, I'm going with lower back, right? Okay. Smaller, the smaller the back. Mm -hmm. The tattoo that I would get Maury to get tattooed on the small of his back. What's Matthew's dad's name? Carlos. Carlos. I would put... I would put... Oh, no! I would, I, yeah, yeah. I would put Carlos, Matthew's father's name, oh, right, on, no. right, on, right on the small of Maury's back. I get it. Yeah. Oh, no! Maury's sweating already. That's not even a real thing. Yeah. Uh, and for Mocha, I think that I would just get uh, maybe like your boy's name tattooed yeah. on like your wrist or something like that. I have yeah. the perfect one for you. Oh, okay, go. Uh, for Roz, it would be on uh, on your rib cage on yeah. the side. Ooh, right? interesting. And I would do two hearts. Yeah. Right? Stacked. Wow. Okay. One for Roxy. Yeah. One for Catherine. Jeez. And then I would do three smaller hearts that have little cattails on them for your cats. Oh, look at that. Hotometer's way better. <laughs> <laughs> and what I thought of for Roz yeah. was just above your belly button. Yeah. And it's like a line and it'll say, must be this tall to take this ride. Wow. <laughs> oh my okay. God. Yeah. All right. So cool. 
Um, okay, now what would you put on Maury? Uh, for Maury, I think I would go the social media route, and I would have, like, little buttons um, to represent like, comment, retweet. Oh, oh, wow. I would have those symbols. And where would you put them? Um... On his lower back. <laughs> <laughs> Under the word Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe, would it be better? Where, on his neck? No. Uh, no, I'm trying to think of neck what. Neck tattoos are so hot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> there you go. Interesting. Carlos on the neck. Yeah. No, that Carlos stays above the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that maybe I would. Maybe if I if I could do Carlos across the butt, okay. Here's okay. You're gonna have to use your imagination on this one, okay? Okay. Okay. So okay. So here is what I would do. No, no. Look at me right here. Oh, okay. Look, look at me right here. Okay. So right here on the outside of the thumb. Uh huh. Okay. So make a fist. Yep. Make a fist like this. Okay. See that part right here, uh-huh. right there. That little bit of skin on the top on the top of the thumb. Yeah. So if you make a fist like this and hold it towards you, where your thumb is, your thumb is towards you. Yes. Right. That little piece is that little part of the thumb right there that you can see clearly while making yeah. a fist. The one that's almost horizontal. The one that's almost sure. horizontal. That's where I would get Maury's dad's name tattooed, Frank. Frank. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I get it. <laughs> That's how you solve that problem. <laughs> never it. again. <laughs> never, never again. Which hand, Maury, without a tattoo? The going? right. The right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, I think that that's that's what I would. Uh, oh yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matthew would be seeing a lot more of Carlos <laughs> after that tattoo, if you know what I mean. Okay, uh, Rachel says here, how many chocolate chips in a cookie is considered too many? I don't know. Or what is the perfect amount? I, I, can you hear my stomach? That? That's my stomach. That was yours? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that wait, was so wait, loud. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's not doing it. Sorry. I'll, uh, wow. if, it, if it happens again. I I'll... said chocolate chip cookies in your stomach. I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and um, you don't even eat chocolate chip cookies. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Like one, two? Like what? Like how many? One or two. One, it depends on how big the cookie is. But let's say a regular size, average size cookie. Yeah. I think like 12 or 12 to 15 is the perfect amount. Because then you get multiple chocolate chips in every bite. Well, because there should be no massive gap of just cookie without two chocolate chips. Okay. Yeah, 12 or 15. 12 so, 15. so in a regular size cookie, you say 12 or 15. Huh? Yeah. Wow, that seems excessive to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, I love chocolate chip cookies. Though. You do? Yeah. Do you like chocolate chips or chocolate chunks? Mm, that's uh, a good question. Chips. I like See, the chips. I prefer the chunks. Well, then you might as well just have a bar of chocolate. Thank you. No, but it's still in a cookie, though. I know, right? But still, still in a, it's still in a cookie. No, nah, I like my chocolate chips. You do, huh? Mm. Interesting. Oh, when they come do out you, of the oven, they're so warm. Yeah. And they're a little bit gooey. Mm. You like a soft cookie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you oh, remember like the Entenmann's? The, the what? The Entenmann's. What's that mean? The company Entenmann's. Entenmann's. It sounds like you're what? missing letters in that word. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Entenmann's. Entenmann's. Entenmann's? But, but it sounds With like an e. Entenmann's. It, it sounds like you're only saying part of a word. Yeah. No, I think that's the full word. Yeah. It almost sounds like you're throwing out an ingredient. Like, no, like Entenmann's. It, it sounds like it should be Spell like, it. it sounds like it should be like Plentiman's, which sounds like a word, but Entenmann's doesn't. It sounds <laughs> like part of a word. I didn't name, I'm sure it's after a person. Entenmann's. How do you spell it? E-N-T-M-I-M-A-N-N. Entman? Entman. Entman. Cookies? Yeah. 
Entenmann. They have the best soft cookies. Interesting. How have I never heard of this brand name before? I just remember. Do you remember when? Do you remember when the Cookie World changed? I don't forever? even recognize this logo. Look at this. Let me see. Yeah. Where? It almost I've, looks I've like never, the the Krispy Kreme logo. Seen that before. Where? Same lettering. The, the Cookie World yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very famous. I remember very clearly when the Cookie World changed. Chocolate chip cookies were always chocolate chip cookies, unless you baked them at home. But if you bought store bought chocolate chip cookies, like yeah. chips ahoy. Uh, if you bought store-bought chocolate chip cookies, they were always the same. Regardless of company, they were always the same. A chocolate chip cookie was a chocolate chip cookie. And then President's Choice released those cookies that are always soft. Mm, yeah. That changed everything. No, Chips Ahoy did that first, No, I think. it was President's Choice. Mm. Actually, it was Entenmann's. No. <laughs> it was, the, it was stock in this freaking company? It was, it was, it was, the, it was the President's Choice brand. Really? It was because I they remember came, the they Chips came Ahoy in, ones. It was, they came in the big black bag, like the big black thing yeah. with the sleeve. People were obsessed with those. Those things, when I, I remember growing up and those President's Choice cookies, because we didn't have, I didn't have access to a President's Choice where I grew up. Yeah. And so pe like people would who would go to like places where they could go to a Loblaws would buy them out and bring them back for people. Are really? you sure? Nobody, because President's Choice came out with the decadent chocolate chip the cookies. The decadent that are, chocolate chip. Oh, but that's not those. soft. Those are hard. Those are crunchy chocolate chip cookies. I no, 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 no. Oh, I mean, I mean so the good. soft ones. The soft ones. The but, only soft one that I remember are the same thing where they came in the, the you open the bag and it's in like a tray. Yeah. You pull out, but yeah. they were Three Chips sleeves. Ahoy. I remember the Chips Ahoy ones. Like I'm sorry, I'm an expert on chocolate chip cookies, yeah, I'm not and Mocha you're is right. Not. But because I remember pre the big thing with President's Choice was decadent, and they were not yeah. soft, and they were the, and they had the big chunks of chocolate. That's in right, them. and they're crunchy. Yes. Yeah, I those cookies amazing. Yeah, I love those cookies. Love that they have the big pieces of chocolate. But if they I had do to have choose, the soft ones, but they came out way later. Yeah, after if I had to chips, choose, it'd be uh, chocolate chips. Hold on, here. I only remember the. Um, the Chips Ahoy ones. And Roz, it's okay to be wrong. No, they're not. The decadent cookies are soft baked cookies. No, but those they are, all no, they no, always were. No, 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 no. Now no, Google no. what came first, decadent or soft decadent. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> you spell that, and then I'll Google it. <laughs> soft decadent, isn't that what Matthew calls you? <laughs> <laughs> always soft. <laughs> Hold on here. Okay, I'm going to do a deep dive into these things. All right. We'll move on to the uh, next question while you look that up. Yes. Steven says here, would you rather eat normal food for the rest of your life and have dog breath or eat dog food for the rest of your life and have minty fresh breath? Uh, dog breath. A hundred percent dog yeah, breath. Because dog breath is easy to fix. Who wouldn't want dog breath? You could use toothpaste, right? You can just constantly brush your teeth. You can use yes. mouthwash. Chew gum. Have, yeah. Chew, yes. chew gum. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to give up my... Uh, what, to eat dog food? food? No, my to have, love, to have, to have good breath. Food. Hell no! Yes, food. no. You, have you, you seen dog food? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Grace said here. How did you decide to come to the decision to name the show Roz and Mocha and not Mocha and Roz? Oh, uh, that's very easy because uh, we've told the story before. But mm. when the show was being put together, Roz was the first one. Like you were the one that was hired by the radio station to do the morning show, whereas mm -hmm. I wasn't. I mm -hmm. was hired originally to do the afternoon show. Yeah, but even though Roz came first, I'm sure in your mind you said both, and it just sounds I didn't care, to be honest to with you. The Once I way. had uh, eventually accepted to to be a part of the morning show, I didn't even care what the name of the show was. I was like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I, I would say that, I would say that, like, linguistics 
linguistically, that's what I meant. that I would say that it's it, it's it's a snappier name when you say Ross right? and Mocha. It flows yeah. better as opposed to Mocha and Ross. Yeah. A, B, C, um, e, F, G, H, which is the R come before the M? No, no, no. It's it's just a matter of syllables, right? <laughs> like it's. <laughs> does R come know. before M? <laughs> Do you think R comes before M? L M N O P Q R. So M comes first. <laughs> <laughs> A B C D E R G A B C D E R G H R J K R M N O P Q R S T R V W X Y R Z. I can see how it can be confusing. Yeah. Thank you. See, guys, the letter R appears six times in the alphabet. Which R? <laughs> spell, spell your name. R O Z. Yeah, yeah, but which R? Um, let's see. Oh my God, this is a weird one. Cody says, if you could eat through your belly button, would you? <laughs> so gross. You know what? I would because if you're at an event, like a function or something like that, yeah. you could just put the food under your shirt. And still not, and that way people don't see you chewing and stuff like that. Like well, if, you're if, you're try, like if you're trying to impress a, a girl or you're meeting the girl's parents, you could just eat through your belly button, but still have a conversation. Yeah, but you could still have a conversation. You could still have a conversation, but feed your belly button. Like the food. How would you eat soup? You get used to it. You'd spoon your belly button. Okay, question for you. <laughs> would the question for you? Would the belly button have teeth? Like it could eat a carrot, or yes. you have to put in things that are like smooth. Uh, like a mar- like a marshmallow or No, it would have teeth. It would be a second mouth. Like teeth. No, but I, I assume belly button like the way your belly button is right now. Yeah. But with teeth? No, I assumed it moved just like your mouth. I just did. assumed it opened and you could stuff stuff in it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah like you'd have no control teeth. over that too. What, like how big your belly button? No, you'd have control over moving that and your mouth. No, no, no. I, I don't. I don't see it as a mouth. I just see it as a hole that you could stuff food in. Yeah. Like you could still feel like you're eating it and, and, get, and just, get full. Yeah. It doesn't chew. So would but you like, have to brush? Like, would you have to put toothpaste down there too? Or because there's no smell coming out of your belly button? No, there would always be smell. It's yeah. a direct line to like your stomach, right? Like there would always be a smell. <laughs> Yo, look at Chef's face right yeah. now. <laughs> but you would have to put like, like you would have to just mush stuff in there. Yeah. Like push it in with your finger. Not if there's Ew. not if there's teeth. There, we said there's no teeth. There's no teeth. So there's, there's just no. a hole. But does it open and close? No, you have to stuff stuff in it. So then why wouldn't you just invent a tube with suction? And like a straw? A, a, where's the suction going to come from? From the other end, like it pushes it, like there, like a reversed suction. Or you like you mean like pushing it in? Like if you had like a tube and you put it into the soup, right? Or I guess what you could, could do, I guess you could eat hard stuff. If like let's say for instance, more you wanted uh, an apple, yeah. right? Um, I could, I guess theoretically, I could bite the apple, take two, three big bites chew it up and then put my mouth over Maury's belly button and and push it in. No, but if if you're alone, would you have to eat the apple and then spit it out? I guess I could push it in. Well, yeah, what if you're solo? What's that? Then, then you'd, you'd have to just, chew and spit just, it out. Just soft foods, oh, right? Yeah. Like yeah, just just soft foods. Like you could, you know, mash. Like you could, like That's you could, so like you could take a piece of bread, yeah, right, and you know, like mash it into like a tube and then just stuff it in there. But what about meat? What's that? What about steak? Yeah, yeah or like a burger. I, yeah. What would you do then? Well, I don't like. Like, I, would you have to shove the meat in? Yeah, I think you. Could, <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, you could shove the meat in, or like I don't know how you would do other things. Like chips would be difficult because they're little pieces, right? Yeah. 
Um, but I think you would have to stick to soft foods. Like if you just had a hole in your belly button that you could stuff food into, I think that you would have to stick to soft foods. But it could things. get messy though. Like if it was soup or something, like you'd have the liquid dripping soup. down. Soup. Like if you had liquid no, no, or cream-filled donut, no, it would no, like all no, the people, stuff would come dripping no, down. No, honestly, more people would just get used to it. You would eat soup lying on your back. <laughs> <laughs> and pour it in. And just pour it in. Yeah. Like a funnel? A long tube yeah, that goes in? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, not even. You don't even no. need a tube. Just a funnel no, goes in. Yeah, just a puree, right? <laughs> but what yeah. if it's stew? What's that? What stew? if it's... No, you, you puree everything. Yeah. You would, you would puree oh, that. So yeah. Gross. Yeah, yeah. And you so have to, like, yes, I would definitely, you, I'd be fine with going you, through the belly button. You would, button. huh? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. No, thanks. No. Uh-uh. You wouldn't do that? But no. think about no. the romanticness of it. That's not romantic. Excuse me? It's gross. No, like if you're on a date or something and the girl's like, oh, let oh, me feed stop, you. stop it. Nobody has that kind of fetish. First of all, if somebody had that kind of fetish, Maury, feeding it wouldn't be the thing that they wanted to do to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right? <laughs> it would be like you watch that show the boys do you ever watch that show the boys i've heard of it okay but you've never seen it no okay i just asked you if you've watched it right oh. and, and there's a guy on the boys who's a superhero but he's he's sort of like the aquaman right uh -huh. but only he has gills yeah like actual gills that open up and go right in, like right inside him. He's like, but he's a guy. Yeah. And he's always been super self-conscious about them, right? Like, cause he just, he doesn't like them. He, so that's why he wears a super suit all the way up to, all the way up to his neck. Yeah. But like in the later episodes of the show, he like hooks up with people where these women, like his gills are their fetish. Really? And while like he'll be sitting there and they'll climb on top of him and like put their hands inside his, <laughs> his gills. <laughs> like, all the way, like all the, all the way, all the way in. Yeah. 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 Did a guy do stuff with them or no? Is that, I just make that up in my head. I don't think a guy did stuff with them. No. No. Okay. No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine that's coming. <laughs> yeah. Jem uh, asks here for you, Roz, yes. when did you start your daily morning toilet time? Is it a lifelong practice or something that's evolved in adulthood? As in, I think she means the amount of time that you spend on the toilet. Like, the was morning. there one day where you had like an epiphany? Mm, no, I. It was after I sort of like moved out and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe I did it. Because here's the thing is, my dad was always like. My dad was the guy who every single day of his life avoided cleaning up after dinner. Because as soon as dinner was over, he'd go, oh, got to go. <laughs> right? And, and he would spend an hour after yeah. every dinner in the oh. bathroom not pooing. Yeah. Right? It was just absolute avoidance. That's what that was. And so time in a bathroom for any sort of, like, extended period of time was very much normalized in my house. Uh -huh. Right? Like, very much normalized in my house. Uh, and so I always, I just grew up thinking that that was, like, fine to do. Um, I don't understand when people can go in and just quickly poop and then they come back out like a second later. Uh -huh. I don't understand that about people. Like I go, like I don't go in when I have to, I go in when I feel that I might have to poop. Oh, okay. Right. And then I just sort of like hang out for a while. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I like the time even, I will, I will be in the bathroom even if I've, like if I have absolutely no chance of pooping, I will still be in there for an hour just hanging out. 
Really? I like it. Did yeah. you used to have like a bookshelf in there and stuff? No, 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 no. I, I never, no, I don't, I don't read. I sometimes I would like, I mean, now that I have a phone, I just bring the phone in with me. Yeah. That's been like that for the last YouTube videos, Netflix. Yeah, YouTube videos, whatever. Netflix, just reading news, stuff yeah. like that, forwarding stuff to myself, um, hobbies, uh-huh. you know, this kind of thing, recipes, <laughs> yeah. all of that stuff. But no, it was definitely in my adult life. Like okay. I didn't do that when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I developed my sort of love for sitting on the toilet probably in my 20s. Do you and Matthew, Maury, do you guys like spend time? Not obviously together, but Matthew is like a long time Matthew in, the, will spend in the bathroom. Such a long time sitting in there. The yeah. difference is like he'll have the door wide open and he's just sitting there reading his phone and doing whatever. Pants down? Pants, yeah, he's yeah. totally just sitting on the toilet. Avoiding you. Very much so. Yeah. But the door's open. <laughs> and if I come in and I have a question, he's like, Can I not get a moment? And I'm like, But you've been in there for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? Are oh, you just I'm like, the type in and out. In and out. In yeah. And out. Really? Huh? Absolutely. In and out. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I, I just, I don't have it in me. I feel, I find it's a waste of time. Really? Yeah. I find like, I don't like, if I had to, like, if I had to rush to go poop, yeah. I would just, it wouldn't feel right to me. Like for me, it's something that you like invest in. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, like it's just, I really think that it's something that I need to, to spend a little bit of time on. I don't want to just throw it away like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We got some great questions this week. Thank you very much. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, well, hit did- us up on Instagram at kiss925 because every week we'll we'll post a picture there that reads Ask Razamoka. Yes. Roz, did you find the answer to the, the cookies? No, I don't, care. Don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't care, man. <laughs> I, go- I, I, I wanted to be right. No, I, I, I managed to Google uh, decadent chocolate chip cookies, and then that's as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough.